Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortuan, joined by a guest and good friend, uh, Gmo slash Jacob. How's going tonight, on, everybody? Bud? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. Um, so Sasha couldn't be here tonight, and I have no idea where the hell Ace is. So here we are. We just have Jacob. And if you guys uh, do the Bickering Bucks, Jacob's on uh, with me on Bickering Bucks, one of our sideshows. So, yep. Uh, welcome today, and uh, I, I actually liked your idea better than than our original idea we had before Sasha had to go. Um, so yeah, what t- what it takes to get back into a busted game, yes. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have a couple things that that we can talk about. I think there's some games that we can talk about why we'll never go back to maybe um, stuff like that, or things that we did go back to, you know, depending on news and whatnot. Okay. Um, but uh, as I normally like to do some chit chat before the main topic. Um, so what have you been playing lately, Jacob? Um, Let me go to my list of games. Now, I'm sure people are aware that we've been playing Arceus because we're recording that in, like, what, three days now from today? Yeah, yeah, three days from today. Um, Let me see here. Actually, I'm actually at the point now that I keep track of the games that I play just because mm-hmm. we talk about them at the end of the year, and I always forget about all of the games that I play at the beginning of the year, so I started keeping track. I only is, keep track of notable ones, honestly. Nah, if I start it, it's going on the list. Just in case I mm-hmm. finish it, then I talk about it more. But I just keep notes just to make sure that I'm all together when I get to the end there. Let me see here. Yeah. Bada boom. All right. Let me see here. So recently, I have been playing a few games. Uh, I've been on a giant Fortnite kick. Uh, I took a break for like a good month, jumped back yeah. on that uh, with my spouse, with my daughter. And so the three of us have been leveling up. We're all over level 100, trying to get the rest of my goals so I can get the all the Spidey costumes. So this, is, this is one of the few seasons I actually care about finishing the battle pass and getting all of the bonuses. Okay. Yeah. You don't really beat Fortnite, so- but you kind of, you said what? So Spider-Man, isn't this also where like Nathan Drake and stuff is in it too right now? Yes, they just put Nathan Drake in it. They actually did a nice incorporation with Nathan Drake. What they did is they leave different treasure maps across the map. And so you pick up a map Hmm. and it'll take you to literally X marks the spot. And you like dig up, you know, do a little pickaxe and dig up and it basically gives treasure to your entire team. So we did that today. We were playing with my nephew too, so we like squatted up with my daughter and my nephew and my spouse hmm. and I. So that was that was pretty fun. Uh obviously we've been playing Pokemon Arceus. Um I've also been playing uh there's this interesting game called The Pedestrian on Game Pass. Okay. It's a hmm. puzzle platformer game where you know the guy on the signs where he's like crossing the street? Like literally yes. like like pedestrian crossing here you literally mm-hmm. play a stick figure of that guy but he's like walking in between like a bunch of different signs hmm. and so like he'll go from like one sign that'll be on like say like a fence and then the next sign is like on the ground somewhere and then you'll come to like a bunch of different signs and you basically 
affix them around and connect doorways through the different signs to make him a path to get through the level. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like a little bit of spatial uh, logic. And then you're also like going through doors and keys and trying to do things in order. It's very interesting. They'll give you, sometimes they'll just drop you like, here's 12 pieces. You're like, uh, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute to figure out what's next. <laughs> right. So you do that. And then uh, lastly, I've been playing the game that spurred this topic is mm-hmm. I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077 since they dropped the yes. next-gen update and a 1.5 update. Yeah, yeah. They did a couple updates recently. Yeah, um, so I think I have 13 hours in Cyberpunk so far. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, for myself, uh, it's it's mostly been Arceus. Like, um, I put, like, you know, not to spoil Tuesday, but I put over 70 hours. Hmm. And that was my primary game um, for a lot of the time. But I have been doing, since the beta came up, Lost Ark. Um, okay. In fact, I was playing more of that just before we started recording. Um, that's an interesting one for me because I was expecting a lot more of, the, of Diablo than mm-hmm. MMO. And it ends up being a lot more MMO than Diablo. But the style of play is still fun. I haven't really seen anything in it where I'm just like, I can't do this by myself. Because that's a big turnoff for me. With MMOs, it's like, hey, you got to have a raid group. You got to do this. I'll roll up to a dungeon and I'll just select hardest difficulty and do it by myself. In this okay. Um, so I'm like, all right, cool. So, so far, but I haven't hit max level or anything yet. So I'm not really. We'll see. I did start a guild for the podcast, a Hunter's Hub guild. Um, so uh, there's a there's a. One other person in it so far, uh, Jacob. You'll you and Ashley are supposedly going to be in it whenever yeah. you guys can get on. I, I actually don't know if we're going to play it. Honestly, we we gave it the old college try. She she actually got farther than me. I, when I finally mm-hmm. figured out what the problems were with my old laptop, it was like got to run Direct X nine instead of eleven because apparently eleven just bricks the thing. Um, it's hmm. <laughs> weird. It literally came with Direct X eleven out the box. Anyway, besides the point. Um, the I found I finally figured out what it was after like day three of like struggling plus server issues, plus getting everything running. Finally, I was like, all right, it's running. I was like, cool, it's running. But the problem is, I I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the controls because it doesn't function like other MMOs do. Like normally, if you see something, especially mm-hmm. the class I picked, I picked the artillerist class. You normally just click something and you attack it. They want you to like mm-hmm. right click, but you have to like change the direction. I was like, let me try on controller. I was like, oh, so I have to aim. And then I was like, I, I don't know if, if I want to run those kind of controls. It, it's it, The targeting system is really weird to me, personally. Uh, I use a full QWREASDFG uh, in my rotations. So I am four fingers on my left hand with left and right clicking. Yeah. Um, so it's it's... It's different because you're used to pressing like one and two mm-hmm. and then clicking stuff like like if you're thinking like, wow, that kind of thing. But this isn't – I hear a lot of people talking about rotations like in WoW, mm-hmm. but honestly, 
with it having such a structured rotation slot of QWER and like a couple numbers and a couple of the F keys, like it's not really that hard to get your hand across to everything on a keyboard. Uh, so like I'd actually almost, I'd, it's weird because I, I, even though Diablo made a lot of progress for playing such a game on a controller, mm-hmm. I don't want to think about how to play this on a controller because I would just be missing some things. I need to have straight up eight different buttons that I would have to press to just to do the fighting, let alone any sort yeah. of like potions or any other items or anything like that. It's um, definitely incomplete still. Like I think to open up like a certain, I think it was the skills menu. I think, because I think it's K on the keyboard. Because I was trying to learn both of it each time to see which one worked. Like, if I had to choose mm-hmm. mouse and keyboard would be the best. But I can't click to A. And, I'm, mm-hmm. I, and I play Final Fantasy fourteen strictly with a controller. Like, solely. This game is doable um, on a controller if you change a few settings. But just, like, having to go back and forth just for certain things. I was like, contr- keyboard, mouse, and keyboard is the way to go. Mm-hmm. So, I might give it another go next week before we jump into our next game for the show. But sure. It's, it's definitely a learn for me. It's a learning curve that I don't like getting over. So, yeah. Uh, well on top of playing that, I've been playing this, uh, this game. I don't know if I'd call it an indie, but I don't really, it's not a big publisher game, uh, called Ziggurat two. And Ziggurat two is a fun, uh, roguelike, uh, FPS. And um, you basically go through what... In the first game, it was a ziggurat. In the second game, you're actually going to different places. Um, You go in, and if you beat the dungeon, you get more stuff unlocked for your class or whatever. And there's different characters you unlock and everything. And uh, you have... You're a wizard, so you have a wand that always recharges its mana. Uh, You have a, uh, a spell... You have a staff, and you have a, an artifact, I think, is what they call it. And they all take up different mana resources, and you get, like, upgrades and downgrades and stuff like that. Your typical roguelike, but it's done in FPS style. Um, so I have been um, I have been playing, like, a round, like, a run or two of this before I start playing Lost Ark. Um just to be like, hey, I just got some stuff on Ziggurat. In fact, I actually bought it on the Switch, too, because I've been like, hey, I need to find something to play on the Switch. It's on the Switch, too? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I will say I did get it on the Switch, and I went through the tutorial. The graphics on it is way bad compared to PC. Okay. It, it, it's, it didn't get in the way for me, but I was like, it's noticeable. It's very noticeable. It still runs well. That's the important part because you need to be able to run well, but um, the the so Ziggurat has been sort of like a big one I've been playing, but I also recently signed up I for just, the Nintendo Switch Online Plus. I just wanted to let you know, it's also on Xbox. It is now on my wish list. Thank you. I, I was looking at it the whole time. I was like, oh, how have I not seen? I love roguelites. So yeah, 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 it's it's a good one. Um. So I also got the Nintendo Switch Online Plus, um, which has sparked a fervor in both of my kids to play Mario Tennis. Oh. And um, it is partially why I have a headache today, because they were just (laughs) screaming with joy 
Um, oh. And just so they'll we'll we'll do a rotation of me with computer versus them two, and then want me with one of them, and then me with the other and computer always going to the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, do you get the easy computer and, and they get the hard computers? Uh, they get normal computers because okay. uh, I can still lose with an easy computer in this game. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I just, I don't know. I never played a lot of Mario tennis. So for me, it was, uh, it was a little different and, uh, oh, welcome Ace. Hey buddy. We'll, we'll have to clap you in when you're ready. Um, I'll just keep going until you're ready. Um, so, uh, Emery has gotten into her head that the best team is the buff team. So she specifically has her partner, like her computer partner, pick Bowser, and she plays DK, and oh. they only play Power Smashes. Oh my god! And just completely. <laughs> that sounds awful. And it's like Buff Team is scary because Emery can win. I have to try my hardest oh, to not shoot. lose. She's discovered the uh, meta. Oh no! <laughs> Alrighty, welcome, Ace. Um, so what held you up? <laughs> uh, well, we ordered food and it arrived, and so I just kind of lost track of time in between eating it. Mm. So my bad. Also had some good. some new uh, soup that was like a mixture of like several different kinds of fish or seafood. Uh, it had oysters or mussels in it. I had mussels for the first time. Okay. I hope that goes well. Cause, well, we'll cause see. That can go, that can go <laughs> bad a couple different ways. Oh, I know. No, it seemed it seemed like it was cooked. Like, and I know that uh, sometimes when people get like the the grittiness of like sand or other stuff in it, that can cause them to like get nausea on the spot and stuff like that. But it didn't have mm-hmm. any of that. Plus, I didn't I didn't chew it that long to find out if there was that. So I was pretty quick about just hmm, it's kind of chewy. Has sort of like a seafoody meaty taste. All right, let's just swallow and get this down. Wow, that's uh, that's I don't know. I don't know if I would ever <clears throat> eat a seafood stew or anything. Like I, I'm fine with seafood, but like, I don't know how that <laughs> would sit with me. I mean, it was decent. It was like a, to sort of like a tomato based, um, spicy broth. But I went with more like mild since it was the first time having it. So it, mm. it had a little bit of heat, but not like where it's going to overwhelm me. Um, there was one time where we oh, went and picked up food from a local place. And I'm, I'm not sure if I told you about this experience before, but there was one time where I got like a like a curry from the place. And the uh, the owner, because she works on the line there, she was like, how much spice do you want? And I was like, some spice, some spice. And uh, ten cut to ten minutes later, she's like taste testing it, and I see her go like, and I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> and she's like, it's very spicy. Is that okay? And I'm like, uh, yes. Like I said, some spice. Ooh. Ooh. I we get it back. We get back home. It is basically an inedible. <laughs> like the thing was like overwhelming chili on like the the noodles and the beef and like i tried Mm. putting in like some kewpie mayo i tried putting in like some hoisin sauce some 
uh, soy paste and stuff like that. It it just no no nullification, just straight chili hate to the mouth. That is terrible. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> Jacob here might be familiar with it. Uh, Brian has a place that he introduced me to last time we were there. It's like Yeti or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I got a no spice, like literally like, I don't even think it was mild. It was like no spice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Chauncey got a mild and I was dying. It was literally the most spiciest thing I have ever had. And I had a no spice. I think they missed Like, There's no way. Probably. Oh no. It was um and Chance had the the mild and he was sweating bullets. Now what Brian had told me is that's normal for there. That's what he tell, told me. Mm. And I was just like, nice. dude, it tasted great, but man, that was the we I drank like I don't even like Coke Zero. I drank like four cans of Coke Zero just to like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like calm it down. Um, that's all they really had. It was like that or water. And I was like, I guess I'll go with the Coke Zero. Not that I hate water, but I don't want this the, the heat to spread as much. Right. Um, right. So that was uh that was an experience. Um, but what we'll, uh, what we're getting into Ace is uh um just things we've been playing lately. And I was saying uh, I got the Nintendo Online Plus. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I've been playing Mario Tennis a lot with the girls. Um, so much so, I even pulled out uh, Mario Tennis Aces, which I got uh, on the Switch like when it came out. And they were, they were like, no, 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 let's go back to the old one. Because they don't want all the super sh- shots and everything. They just mm-hmm. wanted straight tennis, which is what the old one was. And I was like, okay, fine. I think I like the newer one better because you could play it without the super shots just fine. Um there might even be a way to turn it off. But I was like, I don't know. I like to be able to play with dry bones, but they were okay with the old roster. Yeah. Um. So, been playing a lot of that. I also been working on Banjo Kazooie, and um, I have completed this game several times. So it's just like a just for me. It's just like a hey, let's let's go do this. And I've been kind of showing the girls the the along the way, and I'm most of the way through the game already. I'm on Rusty Bucket Bay. Which those are familiar. This is the penultimate actual full level, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I have run into potentially a game breaking bug. Oh no! Hmm. So, um, there's a switch that you have to hit, and it puts a timer to to stop spinning these rotors on a boat in Rusty Bucket Bay, mm-hmm. and the jiggy is behind the rotors. And if you touch the rotors while they're spinning, you just straight up die. You just lose a life. All right. <laughs> Um, sort of makes sense. The switch, the, I let the switch timer run out because I hit it before I wanted to on accident. Just sort of like going through the motions, just hitting switches as I go, unlocking things. And I was like, ah, uh, yeah, I don't want to go over there yet. So I let it run out. And uh, the switch came back up and everything, but the timer won't start again. So hmm. it's just broken. I've reloaded. I've killed myself. I have... <laughs> I've done all sorts of stuff to, to get this thing to go and it just didn't. So I'm like the, well, the best I can do is fully close the game and then reopen it from a save point 
instead of the instead of the um uh suspended point that i have yeah well if anyone could find a way (laughs) see uh see if that will work but that's my last chance like other than that Mm -hmm. it's broken and i will put that save down and just consider it lost (laughs) because there are some things that you want to do to 100 percent banjo kazooie that that I don't know. This is the point of it for me. That's what I like doing is 100%ing that game. Yeah. So missing a jiggy, which is arguably one of the worst things to be missing on a completionist run, which is like, you know, it's like doing a 120 Mario 64 run uh, with getting 119 because one of them's bugged. Like, mm-hmm. like it's just not. Yeah. They're the stars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're, the, they're the things you really want to collect. Um, so there's uh, there's that, and then also um, I picked up Bravely Default two, and mm-hmm. I barely started it. Um, Interesting. I, yeah, it wouldn't normally be my type of game, but I like I, after I finished Arceus, I was just like, I have nothing to play on Switch <laughs> at the moment, so I need something. You, so you pity bot. No, it was more like an impulse buy. Mm. Even our resident Bravely Default fan, Brian, did not like that game. And I was like, really? So he like jumped shit I on didn't, it. I didn't hear. <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't hear that he didn't like it. All right. Or I don't remember. Well, um, we'll, we'll see how you like it. <laughs> not so much so far, because I started it and then I bought Ziggurat on the Switch and started playing it, even though I've been playing it on PC for like two weeks. <laughs> Wow. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, so uh, what we're going to be talking about is getting back into a busted game, which a little bit we talked with uh, uh, Jacob and Cyberpunk getting into. Uh, and then I busted my own Banjo Kazooie save. So that's not really a busted game. I just think that <laughs> something got messed up with the save state kind of thing mm-hmm. in the um, Nintendo Switch sort of emulation stuff first time i've ever encountered that too i've never seen a like a bug like that in banjo kazooie and i don't Mm -hmm. know if it's because of the switch stuff or just a condition i met in the game itself yeah but um anyway so uh to lead off the topic uh why don't you just go ahead and start talking about you know the game that inspired you cyberpunk yeah so this week cyberpunk i know they have been doing a next-gen update, and they basically said, hey, we're going to do this next-gen update. They delayed it a couple times. Uh, Mm -hmm. Rumors were out that it was going to get completed after The Witcher 3's next-gen update, which, by the way, I'm still waiting on that, too. Um, So I didn't... I I never played Witcher 3, so I was like, I'm just going to wait on it. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. I... They shadow-dropped it. I picked it up. Well, actually, I picked it back up uh, at Best Buy for ten bucks. So I was like, I'm just—I literally just sat on it. Everybody knows Cyberpunk 2077 was basically one of the biggest failures of the decade so far. Like it was—I don't know. I think Fallout 76 is is a big contender with that. Well, it, it came yeah. out in 2020 though. That's the thing. So it's a new decade. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you count it from 2020. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So new decade <laughs> and cyberpunk basically was like, Hey, we're the big failure point. Beat us. 
Um, <laughs> the game flopped. Yes. They were giving refunds back. They stopped selling it on the PS4 store. Like, everybody knows. This game absolutely, utterly, terribly flopped. The developers apologized over and over. And then Best Buy was selling it for $10 with a steelbook case. I was like, I'm buying, and I'll invest in wait. Yeah, I did the same thing. I just haven't started it yet. Because so, I like collecting oh, steelbooks. Yeah. I've even got uh, Doom Eternal, but I have not started that one yet. So, mm-hmm. it's in the pipes. I'd definitely start that before Cyberpunk. 100%. <laughs> Enjoy it. Oh, of course. I know. I don't know how I haven't played a Doom game and I have Game Pass and like all the Doom games are on there that mm-hmm. can ever be start, played right now. Start. No, I'm, I'm serious. Jacob, you need to do this. You know what? I'm, I'm going to be like, we're going to do a bickering bonus where we all play Doom. And <laughs> and you're 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 going to have to play Doom 2016 because I highly suggest that you play Doom 2016, then Eternal and then you get into the ancient alien, uh, the ancient gods expansions mm. because not only are they great games, they're hard, really hard, like ridiculously hard. Ace, were you on stream when I did the the couple of times? Oh yeah, dude, I was sweating bullets. I'm physically sweating trying to finish Ancient Gods Part One. Um, like, harder than. Oh no! You did you played Jedi on the normal or easy difficulty? I played it on easy. Remember, oh, I played it on easy because I was like, okay, because I was, uh, I was, for whatever reason, I was in this mood. I was like, I'm fed up with games being super hard for no reason, and I was, I'm just gonna go easy. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember what my reasoning was for Jedi at the time, um, but I was, I also did. If you remember, I did that with No More Heroes as well because I was like, mm. combat shitty. I just I don't want to I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Okay. So that that was my litmus test. Um, Ghost Runner wasn't too hard. I don't know. Mm. Ghost Runner is probably the pace of Doom though, because it's just like everything is just so snappy fast. Mm. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't have a comparison then. Never mind. I just have to play it. Uh, it's legitimately the most difficult execution wise I've done something. Okay. I've beaten right. Super Meat Boy. Ten thousand one spikes, but take on take on fucking dread mode, <laughs> Metroid Dread. Right. Tell me, how, tell me how much you like the game after that. <laughs> I like my hair, thank you, uh, <laughs> dude. That's not even, dude. I I heard about I saw that on the direct, like like no hit dread mode, and I was just like, no, no, I can't even get past some of the Emnies without taking a hit. Mm-hmm. Like no. You know Nintendo is on is also a part of the inspiration for this topic as well, right? While we're taking a small aside, because they like to release mm-hmm. games and then later be like, hey, here's a quality of life update a couple of months later after you may have already beaten the game. Uh, I legitimately have no examples of this in my brain. I mean, Mario, we'll they did. I'm it. pretty sure they did it to Mario Tennis. Uh, Fire Emblem doesn't count because it was paid DLC. Metroid Dread. Uh, arms. Uh, I, can't I, uh, all I have. I have owned and played all these games. I didn't. What? What was the quality of life update for tennis? Animal Crossing, and some of it was seasonal. Some of it, most of it, Animal Crossing can get away with it because it didn't. It made sense. I'm trying to see. Um, 
I don't know. The, I didn't. I didn't get into tennis uh, uh, when it came out because I mean, if you remember, that was like mid twenty eighteen. That was the height of my me going through the divorce. Yeah. So it was one of the the games that just sort of fell by the wayside. I just have it. I played it. I did stuff in it. I don't think I ever finished anything in it. Um, at all. Might have to go back to it at some point, but. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, so, okay. Uh, so Cyberpunk, back where, yep. back where we were. Swinging back. Uh, so, yeah, Cyberpunk, I think it was Wednesday, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, pick up, uh, well, take out my, dust off my copy, start playing, and I'm like, huh. Now, for the record, though, I will admit, I, they definitely overpromised. Like, a lot of the things that they promised were going to happen that, Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It's not even going to happen. So I always, if you overpromise, oh, I automatically take a point off. One hundred percent. I I've talked about this a couple times on the show here, where they were talking about how like, oh, we're going to do this, this, and this, and the whole time I was like, nope, I don't care if you're the Witcher people. I really don't care. You're way overpromising this. This yeah. is like to me before this even came out. This was I had red flags already going up, and I was telling this to. Um, Pan, one of our, our co-hosts at the time, I was just like, "Nope, this isn't looking good. Like, I'm not, I'm not on board." <laughs> yeah. It it was up there with uh, was it Peter Molyneux from Fable Three, up there with the No Man's Sky crew, where they're just like mm-hmm. giving us the promising us the freaking universe. And well, it's like, uh, by the way, never mind. Well, never mind. With Fable, we already had that disappointment a couple times, so you already knew it was going to be bad. But when he, Fable tripled 3 hit. Down, <laughs> he tripled down, Chael. He tripled down. I know. Down. You had evidence, right? So people were already skeptical. With um, No Man's Sky, right? They were mm-hmm. brand new. No, no experience to go off of yeah. at all. And then yeah. in this case, it's like, but they did The Witcher 3. You don't understand. It's like one of the best games of this console's generation. Like, yep. like, like, you know, like, so everyone's like, you don't, you don't understand. This is like, this is like the best developer taking on this. We're, we're fine. Everything's golden. And then like all of the overworked stuff came out, like the, yeah, the crunch time stuff and yeah, they, that was the first thing that broke down. I was like, we're not going to do Crunch. By the way, guys, hey, Crunch, it's happening. Get ready for it. It's like, what? Yeah. And then, like, the delays. And then all this promising of, like, hey, you can do this, this, and this, and this. And I'm like, you know, if you just advertise it as Witcher 3 in Cyberpunk Town, I yeah. think we would have been <laughs> fine. They- like, I think. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, that, that was basically it. It's just yeah. like you could have just done that and set like some sort of expectation. Yeah, I, I think they would. They should have at least gone the Starfield route, where like Starfield is coming out and they're just like Starfield. Like, what is it? Starfield. What's going to be in it? Starfield. I think, <laughs> I, they literally have been saying Sky, Skyrim in space. Is, That's is it. what they've been saying. Yeah, but I don't know what that means. I really don't. Like we're it talking means, outer world Skyrim is space. It means that we are no longer getting arrows to the knees. We're getting blasters to the knees. Ah, okay. <laughs> Starfield. 
Ace, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, I think I think the lesson learned here by, by them in Bethesda, you know, with their 16 times the detail that they were claiming in their, you know, press announcement <laughs> for 76. Oh, Meanwhile, for 76, the map is yeah. de-rendering right in front of you, uh, is to yeah. just, like, go with, like, basics. This is what we're envisioning. We're going to try to get there and enhance it as best as we can and make sure that it functions because that seems to be the the bare minimum of what you need to do and some so, sometimes they're not meaning it and they're they're going way too pie in the sky with what they what they want to present to people and then that only so this leads, is, leaves very little room for actually being able to follow through on it yeah this is actually a pretty common thing in development. <clears throat> so, as as Jacob knows, our good friend Brian, big big league developer in Columbus now. <laughs> yeah. I used to be in that scene. And this is actually a common problem in not just video games, just any sort of, like, programming at all. Is you uh, you have to sell whatever you're, you're, you're making, right? Mm-hmm. That's just a thing. Um, marketing goes ham on selling it and Mm -hmm. they promise like A through J and what the developers told them was there was like A through E like yeah Yeah, they they need to like rein it back advertise what what is good with the game and what works because like I feel like they're they're too often advertising what they want to do before they've even developed the possibility to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're not advertising the pro- the product. They're advertising the idea. We're, yeah. we're going to have this, but we haven't developed the programming for it. And once we do, we don't know if it's going to be stable enough to function in world, but we're going to have it. I guarantee we're going to have it. Oh, geez. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so the premise is what what made you go to this game jacob so like we knew cyberpunk was busted but what was the yeah. what was the breaking point um well the thing that i was just waiting for was a price had to line up which i got it for ten dollars at best buy you kind of can't beat that um no. b full stop though i love the cyberpunk setting in video games the first game that I played with this, um, I, Cyberpunk slash a digital setting, I'll say that. So, first game I played with this was um, Deus Ex. Mm-hmm. I think it was Human Revolution was the first one. Whatever mm-hmm. the one was on PS3. And then I played the second one. Uh, Watch Dogs falls, to me, falls into that category. Uh, so, the, the setting where you can just like interact with the environment, hack, Cyberpunk setting... I'm all in, like 100%. Love the setting. Mm-hmm. So those two things already. But the thing that tipped it over the point was obviously just waiting to see if it worked. Um, yeah. You know, obviously taking the chance because that they, again, like as Cham said, I saw what they did with The Witcher 3. So and even though I never yeah. played The Witcher 3, The Witcher 3 is one of the greatest games of our time. Period. Hands down. You know? So it's like, hey, they, they got to fix something. So mm-hmm. once it went on sale for ten dollars, like I'm gonna give it a chance and try it day one. Uh, my litmus test for if a game is really 
as good as I think it is, is my spouse. I give it to her. And if she plays it and is like, yeah, this game is great. And spoiler alert, she basically has not stopped playing it since Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah, okay. that's 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 really the litmus test so that, for I'm that's like, okay. why That's why we aren't playing Lost Ark together. I got it. I got it. <laughs> that I just I, hey, it's the aiming though. It's the air. I gave it the great cop I, multiple days. I, I I know. I'm joking. <laughs> okay, just, just like making sure you know. I did. I gave it. I tried it. It's not happening. But I did it. Um, but yeah, so that, that's really what made it hit the breaking point for me. It was, mm-hmm. I, you know, cheap and something that I, if it worked halfway right, you know, I'm not going into it with, oh, here's all the things that they promised, you know, like that's not, I'm, I already know they're never going to hit that. It's just, Hey, let me just go see what the game is at a decent price point and check it out. Sure. Yeah. It was weird for me watching like this whole thing take place. Because I'd initially had it pre-ordered at GameStop. And then for whatever reason, I just, like, I was like, eh, I'll cancel it. Like, Same. not even, like, having any of the news or any any idea what was going on with it. I was just like, eh, I don't, I don't know much about the game. And I'll just wait and see, see how it does around launch or after and blah, 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 blah. So then, like, cut to when they start advertising for it more and more when it's getting ready to launch. And stuff, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is interesting. Maybe I should get it when it launches. And but I never did. I just sort of held off. And then, uh, mm-hmm. as we know, everything that happened happened. And then uh, we got a uh, entire Bible, Bible's worth of uh, patch notes. And then yeah. more and more patch notes. Dude, I have <laughs> never seen so many patch notes outside of the recent Diablo two update. Like, right. Like that, oh that first gosh. one, I think that first one, cause when did the game come out? Was that 2020? Yeah, I think it was 2020. Yeah. I I, cause I think it was when I started my new job or right. Or actually, no, it was just before I left my old job. Um, and I like pulled in one of my coworkers cause he's also into video games. And I was like, dude, look at this list of patch notes. And I just like scrolled with the wheel on the mouse for like a solid two or three minutes, like not even Mm. stopping, just like going. And I'm just like, I've never seen anything like this before. This is bad. Like, I don't know why they released the game in this condition, but they shouldn't have. Yeah. And like, what they're gonna they're running up against i assume is oh my gosh i didn't realize my mic just sort of drifted off to the side (laughs) um i'm gonna use the pop guard to keep it in place instead of use the pop guard there we go (laughs) anyways um so uh the whole uh, i'm trying to think where i was I, i totally got sidetracked by that mic problem cyberpunk the whole story storyline around launch well there's that and it was like the course of events gigantic the gigantic patch notes to like stuff Mm -hmm. like that where it just wasn't ready and i think what they did is they pushed it now i remember where i was going for they pushed it out um when they did because usually and i again i encountered this in programming stuff it's like we had this planned for this quarter period Mm -hmm. get it out 
get it done. We're not making money on it till we're selling it. So yep. here you go. And then regardless of like how awesome or awful that ends up being for the developers, it's just the reality of, well, just the business that games are in. It's, you know, make it or die kind of deal sometimes, mm-hmm. even with big games. And that's that's a big reason why we see less creativity in games because safer picks are financially viable mm-hmm. whereas like the risky ones end up being you know hits or miss that can bring down a studio at times like yeah and it definitely seems like something that contributed to this was like not only fan pressure but by some of the articles i've read was like investor pressure too and i'm like mm-hmm. i mean that shouldn't take a, so much precedence because like your studio in in some to a lot of cases is made or broken by the quality of like the games. Like mm. you can, you can yeah. shill out like hundreds of games a year, but it doesn't matter if like no one's buying your games. And if you don't have that sort of name recognition and that notoriety, you're not going to have like that solid pay- player base that keeps coming back or keeps wanting to see what like your next uh, title is going to be. So I don't know. Right, I'm kind of I, I'm kind of on this mentality too because last night we watched a documentary about Boeing and how with the uh, 737 Maxes they kind of released them before they were ready and then hid uh, certain aspects of the uh, software on that that led to mm. two air disasters and that that was a cause of uh, their their focus on uh, safety being a number one priority to you know when they merged with mcdonald douglas it sort of became about profit we're in this to make money Mm. not about being about safety so it's kind of like a kind of like a similar thing but in a completely different field like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta focus on quality because if you don't have quality you're not gonna have customer base in my opinion at least Right, and it, and it's not even the fact that they didn't even achieve what they went out for, like feature wise. Like it was just straight up bugged and broken. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. That to me, that I think that was the thing that hurt them the most. Even if they overpromised and underdelivered, okay. Like where I'm playing it at now, like if it had released right now, like okay, it's a great game. I think, but they also got caught up trying to get it on the PS4 and the Xbox One, and. You know, mm-hmm. full stop. I'm playing it on a next gen system. I'm not going to play it on a PS4 or an Xbox One. Like that's not happening. So, mm-hmm. them trying to get it on those systems, it was literally unplayable. Yeah. Literally, like even with this update, still don't play it on the on the previous gen systems. Like the next gen systems are the current gen now. Like don't play it on a mm-hmm. PS4, or Xbox One. Don't play it on a PS4 Pro or Xbox One. Was it S or X? Don't do any of that. Like you, you will be doing yourself a disservice and still probably playing a buggy and broken game play it on the next gen systems if you are lucky enough to have one yeah and like they they really fucking shot themselves in the foot by releasing it when they did because with it being in the state they did and everything that happened they lost all that revenue that they could have continuously had with Mm -hmm. the online stores because while it is sort of slowly transitioning things are going from physical to digital 
And, you know, if you're, if your game is so broken that it can't be up on the store because of the condition that it's in, then you're just losing revenue every single day, day after day. So like, yep. cause what now they, I've seen advertisements for it. They're doing like a beta, a new beta test or like a new demo for it for PlayStation five and Xbox series S or something like mm-hmm. that. Yep. And five hours. yeah, like it's just now coming back and it lost all that time. It's been what, like at least six months, I think. Or right, or uh, six I, oh no, it's since. been what, like a. It was twenty twenty. It came out right. Yeah, twenty twenty. So it's been like a year yeah. and two months. Yeah. So they've they've lost a lot of profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it was unparalleled disaster for the game. I mean, there's no other way to go about it. I mean. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and yeah, that, that's, that's the, that's the reason even, even if we included 2020 with the previous decade, that's the reason why I think it's a worse disaster than no man's sky because at least mm-hmm. no man's sky was playable. Wasn't good, but it was playable. Cyberpunk yeah. right. for a lot of people was not playable at launch. And even if you had a next gen system, it still was wonky. Like they literally had to rework AI. Well, let, let's let's not even ignore the fact that getting a hold of a, you know a current gen system isn't even. We've talked about this on this podcast several times. I went through a lot of hoops to get my PS5 last year. Yeah, a lot. Um, so much so that I've been going through the same hoops since to try to get Chauncey's, and he only got his a month ago. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, this, uh, thankfully. The uh, the Xbox giant trash can slash mini fridge is actually a little more readily available. No, it's not. Uh, Don't you tell that lie. It is not. No, I passed yeah. up multiple series, PS5s series on my... S, the Series S by far and away is way more that accessible. Doesn't <laughs> that doesn't count in my opinion. I know. <laughs> uh, okay. Conversely, Jacob, the local game store that we, we tried to get the PS5 from... Mm-hmm. Have seen six Series X come and pass through them. They've seen three, including the one they got at launch, PS5. I think that that's a distribution issue, though, because you didn't at the same place where they messed up your pre-order for was it was it Monster Hunter for your yeah. yeah. I think that's a distribution issue. When out in the in Columbus, I passed up multiple PS5s on my three-month quest for an Xbox Series X. Yeah. We'll see. And I don't know if you guys saw it recently, but it like it just happened like I think this week PlayStation announced they're doing the uh treat the treat codes thing where a code to enter to win a free PS5 can pop up fucking anywhere. And I'm like, "So, so you mean to tell me that you're not going to fix your distribution tr- distribution issues?" You're not going to fix your website issues. You're not going to hold other retailers accountable for their practices of selling the consoles. Instead, you're going to put 14 codes out there randomly and tell people to go scour your sites, your social media pages, everything for fucking codes with no guarantee that they'll still work by the time they actually see them. Like, 
in addition to the needle in the haystacking that people are doing with all these other retailers, now you're going to make them do it on your fucking site instead of just fixing the issue in the first place? What are you doing? That's like some corporate sadistic shit right there. Like, yeah, in- yeah, and uh, but to, cy- to cyberpunk's detriment, the only playable versions are on these these consoles that are harder to get a hold of. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't know. It's like, what are you supposed to do? It was a perfect disaster for him. Um, that being said, I never had any interest in the game personally because of the setting and all of that kind of stuff. Like it's just not sci-fi is not my thing. Cyberpunk is not my thing. Nothing. There's nothing like so. We talked a little bit about this, uh, you know, in, in some chat with with Jacob. He's like, "Champ, what's it going to take for you to play this game?" And I gave him four reasons why he would never. <laughs> I'd have to be an entirely different person. Like I'd have to like I'd have to change my likes entirely because I don't Ooh. even like the kind of game it is. Like I don't even like the kind of game The Witcher is usually. Boo. Yeah, I know. You said that too earlier. But but like it's just the way I am. You know, like I either like action stuff and I occasionally like like slower RPG things. That's fine, yeah. but like uh my my distrust and in, in, in dislike for sci fi is pretty high. So like I could legitimately mechanically like a game and mm-hmm. like the setting will kill it eventually for me. Like uh, Outer Worlds is is an example. I have Outer Worlds on PC. I was kind of enjoying it for a little bit, and then I got to a point where I was just like, "I'm tired of fighting robots and weird space aliens that just look like weird space alien versions of bears and rats." So like, I'm out. It's a fantastic I, game, by the way. And praying mantises. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad at all. Honestly, I was having fun when I was playing it, but eventually the setting got to me and I was just like, I'm done. I don't care about your space travel. Oh, like I don't even like star Wars for the setting. I like star Wars for the action. Like, yeah. Cyberpunk is at least boots on the ground. So you do have that. And then it's because of cyberpunk for the good and the bad. There's a lot of, um, Japanese culture infusion, I guess is the best way I can say it. Sure. You, know, you got your uh, katanas. You got uh, one of the ability trees that you go into is literally just called cool. And that's where like your stealth, uh, some extra speech options and ninjutsu lie. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing. Outer Worlds is very much like this, too, where it's very much a, you know, you have like 17 different things to put stats into. Mm-hmm. And. It's fine for a while, and Fallout also. Fallout. I was gonna say, do you like do you like the Fallout series? No, I do not. Wow. I I straight up hated Fallout Three. Man. Like I didn't like Fallout Three. I tried to play Fallout Three on four separate occasions, and I could never get into it. Like I even if I played for like 10, 15 hours, eventually I just peter out. But Fallout New Vegas, I put I think like a hundred and fifty hours in that game. Yeah, just because I've been of told the Vegas is just better. Yeah, yeah, just because of the writing and how that like the the tone of the story and stuff like that. It's well for for me. I kind of I don't know. It's it's weird. I normally like RPGs where you get to sort of create your own character, but mm-hmm. these RPGs feel 
hollow to me in that aspect because you're not really creating your own character. You're creating um, you're, in order to be functional, right? You have to sort of spec into a few different ways. Are you going to be the stealthy assassin? Are you going to be the silver tongue guy who talks his way out of stuff? Are you going to be the Rambo gu gun and go? Like, and that's kind of like the, you kind of fall into these archetypes that like if you don't max out a few skills, you're never going to do anything, right? If you try to go like a jack of all trades or be a little, little more of a mix of something, like you end up being suboptimal a lot of times in those games because you didn't, you didn't specialize. You know what I mean? So like, that's the sort of part part where I drop off because like, if you if I think about like my D and D characters, I do not play optimal D and D characters. I, literally, my last 5th edition character was a ranger. And anyone who's familiar with 5th edition, ranger sucks. Like, But he was like my favorite character because he was literally a a, um, a mirror version and a parody of, of Link. His name was Nil, which is Link backwards. And he was the most social and outgoing elf ranger in the world. And he was constantly hitting on women instead of them hitting on him. was sort of like the mirror thing um i mean he used a sword and shield and stuff and a bow right so he's like there's some things that are familiar with him but like he also spent i was a ranger who specked high into charisma over everything else <laughs> nice <laughs> so like that's the kind of stuff i like to play very suboptimal but fun and like these games don't really foster that for me and i just like i fall off on them so quick like what is the only reason I mean, if i can ask a question because fun is sure. always subjective and i feel you yeah. on the D, &D point because i currently am playing my favorite character that i'm playing in all of D, &D right now is a sun soul monk love mm -hmm. him he has one level in light cleric he's basically a giant warrior of light but a bird you know because he's closer to the sun get it anyway yeah so like I get it. I get playing suboptimally just to have fun. Like I, I play because it makes sense for my class, you know, yeah. but what I think you, I feel like you still have to choose like a specialization, you know, like even in D and D you kind of like, well, okay, I got the thing that's going to make the class work. And then I got the other thing that I want to do for funsies, you know? So like, even in the fallout games, like I've always chosen like a silver tongue dude, but then normally I think I take, intelligence i think so normally i'm like either hacking stuff or yeah going in computers that's what it is intelligence i'm going in computers and stuff like that and i'm kind of taking the same approach in cyberpunk which is yeah i'm hacking and stuff anything that i can electronically touch or anything that i can stealth watch out like it's going to be a problem so i, I want to know like what is your if you had to play your perfect version of fallout what would your perfect character be I'd be able to sneak and steal everything. Okay. Right. But there's two caveats to that. If I'm caught, mm -hmm. I either need to A, be able to fight my way out, mm -hmm. or B, which is the preferable option, B, talk my way out. Okay. Now, the, now, now the, Fallout, the Fallout games, because it's, again, we got that video game progression. Mm -hmm. So the problem is once they see you doing anything, the fight is on. But I've, because I've always played a sneaky character, so I've never had that problem once I got caught. It's normally, up. Uh, guess, guess it's time to go blasting. 
So Yeah, and I get that, but like that's what gets me about stealth games. It's like either a lot of times stealth games it's like either you're stealthy and no one notices or mm-hmm. you lose. And 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 I'm just not I'm <laughs> not I'm not into that. that. Um it's either don't get caught or specify. So I, it's weird, but I think Skyrim actually did this the best for me okay. because I did I did have my own like sort of flavor of a character. The character that I got the most into to Skyrim, I played the uh, the I don't remember what they're called the, the basically the orc stand-ins. The um, I can't remember what they're called, but they're basically orcs. Uh, I wore heavy armor. And I uh, used a two-handed battle axe, and I had healing magic. So you're thinking, okay, he's super tanky. But I also had max stealth and max Mm. archery. Now, Skyrim, everyone has stealth and archery. I get it, all right? I get it. But, um, so I would just be like, stealth, and then if I got caught, you're getting a battle axe to the face. Like, I just, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I actually enjoyed that. Like that was fun for me, but like you don't see that a lot in these kind of games, so I tend to shy away from them because it just doesn't normally click for me. Like I just don't. Okay, so Cyberpunk does do an interesting thing that's kind of close to Skyrim because the only reason why Skyrim gets away with that is because they basically give you like real life. So the more you do something, the better you'll get at it, no matter what. Which mm-hmm. I first of all, I've I, Skyrim's system of leveling and getting attribute points is the best hands down in any RPG. Cyberpunk yeah. does the same thing, but instead of giving you uh, attribute points, I think I'm looking for, yeah, instead of giving you attribute points, they'll give you perks in the class tree. So you got attribute points in the tree. You can get, obviously you can do skill points in the tree, but then there's also perk points. So if you just keep shooting up dudes all the time, or you just keep punching dudes in the face or hitting them with lead pipes, Eventually, you're going to get enough perks in the skill because you just keep using the thing, which is really nice. So they give you like different bonuses and stuff. See, like that's that or that's something skills. I, in, yeah, that's something I would more enjoy. Okay. The, the only problem is the setting really, really is a is a hurdle for me. Like, do you like Mad Max? Times, not really. As far as the setting setting goes, dude. Not even the Fury Sorcery. Road Mad Max. Like I get that's all. I like that. I like that. It was a great movie. I don't. I, was like, I don't they enjoy have at least the a setting. Bit of that. They have at least a little bit of that setting in Cyberpunk too. I was like, ah, I can't help you. I can't, you're lost cause. Ace, help you, boy. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> hey, I keep telling him to watch anime, especially Demon Slayer, and he just keeps on rejecting me. I think the only way we have to do it is we just have to like strap him down I, and get one of them eye yeah. opener. Yeah, we have know, to clockwork orange him. <laughs> I actually know what Demon Slayer is, and no, I don't want to watch it because I've seen Chauncey watch it, and it looked terrible. Oh man! Did you actually yeah, watch know. it though, or did you just see it? I watched see like five two minutes episodes. Of it. I watched two episodes with him, and they were fer- fairly early episodes. All I know is I do like one character, and he's the pretty boy in a boy a boar mask. That yeah, was fun. And no, it's okay. Sure. You need to keep watching. He is a great character. He sounds like it. However, I was a little just like, what is with this girl that's in a box? I don't I don't want to know and I don't care. She's a demon. I 
she can manipulate her size to fit in the box because she can't go out during the daylight. So she hides in there. Otherwise, she would burn to death in the sunlight. You've entirely lost me on interest. (laughs) Like, I don't. Why? Why do we have to go through? Why is she a vampire that's not a vampire? Like, (laughs) you lost them at the word the, by the way. Just want to let you know. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) Uh, I just. uh, I'm just not. Yeah, I I don't know, dude. I. I I like the things I like, and I don't like the things I don't like. Now, I can explain the cyberpunk-ish kind of stuff, because I don't like Star Trek, right? And I don't like this sort of, like, half-sci-fi stuff that a lot of things do. And I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense. They're like... They're like, but it's Universal Transponder. That's why everyone speaks English in space. I'm like, fuck that. No, it's not. We didn't explain that. (laughs) They don't need to. Like, See that's the that's the good thing about uh, that's the uh, what's it science fiction versus I forget the other fantasy genre that's it's like the because basically they don't like explain anything it just works because mm-hmm. it does you know they don't get into the like minutia mm-hmm. of everything like the teleporter works the beam me up it just works just shh, be quiet it works yeah you know? <laughs> yeah and I don't really need to know that stuff honestly but I just it's just not. I don't know, and 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 as primarily a video game person, like I, I prefer to play a video game over any sort of other media, you know, watching a movie or anything. I had to like so I, I do play the anime, play the Demon Slayer game if you don't want to watch the anime. <laughs> play the Demon Slayer game. You know what? Yeah, play the Naruto game, champ. Yeah. I watched all five of the first original Naruto's. Um, they're terrible. Uh, you said all five of the first original Naruto. What did you talk about, man? You mean the episodes? Five, you watched five episodes? Five seasons. The original five seasons. I don't go by seasons. I don't get why American companies want to do that. It's just episodes. I don't get it. Like, I, what episode? What else want? am I supposed to do? What episode are you? That's, that's how I know. They ask me, what episode are you? I'm like, oh, I got you. I just passed one piece episode a thousand. All right. That's how I know. There you go. They were still, I don't have an episode. They, they split it up by season. So like (laughs) it was on Netflix. I think they just do that to make, make it a little easier to find stuff. Funimation does that too. Yeah. I feel like they should at least change it each time the OP changes. They should name the OP. Okay. Okay. Opening song. See, this is that we're into an anime realm, which I don't understand because nothing I watch is like (laughs) that. Yeah. We did get really sidetracked. But if you're listening this long, because it's like we're past like an hour now. If you're listening this long, you look, you're going to be here. So, no, I, I, I'm not against going down the sidetrack, like talking about anime, because like it is a thing that most people expect me to like being a super huge Monster Hunter fan. But mm. I'm like, it's just not there. Like mm. it wasn't there for me. The, my first experience with anime is no kidding in college. It just wasn't like now. I will say I didn't count Dragon Ball Z because that to me that was just a cartoon. That was just a cartoon I enjoyed. I, I wasn't part of like an anime fan base. I was like, DBZ, awesome. Like we watched <laughs> it on Cartoon Network. Like it was nothing yeah. to me. So Surprise. then you, you were I figure out it's part of this like it's part of this really weird offset of TV watching that I didn't know about when I got into college. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
And then I, I, I will say there are some de detriments to anime not in its favor based on the people who were into it at the time. Mm -hmm. Now, Jacob, you know my <laughs> distrust for Larson, but he was the biggest uh... example of anime, and he was the guy that would, like, steal my hat and poke me out of nowhere. Like, I was just okay. like, why are you like this? And he's like, because it's funny. And I'm like, no, it's not. Leave me alone. You're a fucking adult. All right? Stop it. <laughs> I thought and... I thought you were going to name um, Austin. Because our, our buddy mm -hmm. Austin is super eclectic when it comes to anime. So he'll be like, hey, I want to give you this anime that you've never heard about and that most people don't watch, but it's really good. And you'd be like, what is this? Like, he almost turned me off the anime because I was like, what are we watching right mm -hmm. now? So, the, the, yeah, I mean, listen, go ahead. There's definitely hit or miss ones out there, too. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's the obvious fan service ones for like when you're in your teenage years and stuff like that, but like, sure. I mean, I've grown I've grown more away from that type into finding like specific ones that Quality. I like. And I gave I gave Demon Slayer a chance because it was on Netflix, and I kept every time I'd finish something, I would get another advertisement for it, and I was like, you know what, fine, I'll watch it, and it ended up being a really good anime that I like, mm -hmm. and. I I'm, kept up with I'm it, glad. and I actually got the, I got a uh, manga reading app, and I went and blitzed the uh, series after watching like the first two episodes of season two because I was just like, I, I can't deal with like these constant cliffhangers. I just need to fucking know. I need yeah, to know sure. everything, so I went and read the entire series. So now Where I know, is... and I'm excited to see where everything goes. My favorite TV show is an animation, but it's called, they actually call it, they've labeled it American anime, mm -hmm. which is, um, Gendy Tartakovsky's work, Primal. Mm -hmm. And Primal is amazing. I love it. There's so many cool things about Primal. And I'm not saying, I'm not discounting anime as a genre. I just normally don't like a lot of that stuff because of the, well, mostly the high school stuff, like the high school trope stuff that you, that, you know, that you've talked about not being away from. Like that's what what I see most of the time when people are like, "Dude, this is my favorite anime. You got to see this." And I'm like, "Why are there seven girls like all fawning for this one guy?" Hey, I can't relate. I listen, can't relate. Single listen. for three years. Can't relate. So, this is this is this is what I'll say. It, I, me and Ashley did an entire show about this, and it is if you want to get into anime, you need to find what shows that you like. And then from there, take the shows that you like and then find anime like those shows. I would say you're not mm -hmm. a shonen person at all. Like One Piece, Naruto, DBZ, uh, My Hero Academia. I love, I love DBZ and I love One Punch and that's it. The, One Punch is not a shonen. Isn't it making fun of them? It is. It's a satire making fun of shonens, which you would probably okay. appreciate. But I would say, um, like, so if you like comedy, there's a ton of comedy and even some that don't have to like, obviously the, the school trope is very common. Um, you know, like, cause we talked about that too. Like they'll age up middle schoolers and teenagers to appear like they're adults and they'll give mm -hmm. them adult problems, but you have to, there's also animated doesn't deal with school at all. It just deals with adults. Like there's literally a whole one about somebody who drops out of work and all she does is play an MMO all day. 
That's probably one of my favorite ones. I, I don't mm-hmm. remember what it's called. It's like the wonderful recommendation of a virtual life. <laughs> she goes, she becomes a neat. <laughs> yeah. But so you have to like, you have to literally like see what you like in TV. And then from there, like if you gave me like a top five list of your favorite TV shows of all time, I could probably give you like two anime to try from there. Uh, Okay. So Primal. Okay, we got Primal. Mm-hmm. Home. I'm gonna take this list down. Primal. <laughs> Chuck. Chucked. No, Chuck. C H U C K. Chuck. I think that's on my list of things to watch. That's on HBO. That's on HBO Max. Yes, that is mm-hmm. on my list of list of things to watch. Yeah, it's got uh, Zachary Levi. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Chuck. Um, the Good Place. Okay, I get with you. <laughs> what else you got? I've been really enjoying Criminal Minds lately. Sure, put it in there. And Blue Bloods. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> okay, I got one. Because you said you okay. don't like the school. You don't like the school stuff. No. Um, so the one that I can recommend off the top of my head, I'd have to go look for some other ones. I'm not even going to tell you to watch Death Note. I know a lot of people are like, oh, you like these? Watch Death Note. I'm not going to tell you to watch Death Note. I'm going to tell you to watch Psychopaths. I've heard of this one. Psychopaths. It's, uh, did you ever like, um, what's the movie where the, I, I literally said this on this show. So Minority Report? Yes. <laughs> Basically, you just had to do this. You just did I, this, and I, I knew what like, you were doing. Oh, man. Yep. Uh, so basically, imagine, like, cops have that power, but it's, like, listed on their gun. So it's not all the way full, futuresque test, but it's, like, basically imagine, like, maybe 20 years in the future instead of, like, 200 years in the future. So they yeah. have, like, a technology on their gun, and basically based on they can read somebody's psychopaths, which is basically their psychic, their current, um, you know, mental state. And basically how likely they are to commit a crime is how much lethal force is authorized to be used. Mm. And so, and I'll spoil just a small thing. Basically, it goes into what happens when somebody is able to circumvent the entire psychopath system. Mm. So these cops are trying to catch them. That's yeah. They're way dangerous. Yeah. I don't know if yes. you ever saw the uh, HBO series, The Watchmen. Um but they had something kind of similar with the uh, police in that universe where um, their guns weren't holstered to their hips. It was like in a lock cartridge or like a mm. lock sheath in their car. And they had to like radio into dispatch to be able to get it unlocked to take it out to use it. Wow. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's very similar to that except the AI completely right. analyzed. So they'll literally point it at somebody and they're like, psychopaths at orange and then or it's not orange whatever the level is they're like stun force initiated and then the one time they meet somebody that's like super unhinged like what happens to him i was like holy crap so that's the one that i can recommend yeah that's the one i can recommend off the top of the dome um there probably are a couple other ones that i could recommend but that's the one that i'm like that one so uh that being that being said that's Part of reason why I don't get into to cyberpunk is some of their stuff with anime. I just don't. I just don't. It's weird. <laughs> I just. Yeah. 
Um, uh, our good uh, buddy Matt was always was always telling me that like you like the strangest stuff and you like it super hard and I don't understand, but good for you. <laughs> um, I don't know if you seen it. it came out recently. Uh, We're all dead. The uh, South Korean zombie TV show on Netflix. Uh, it's like a cross mm-hmm. between Train to Busan and uh, um. I would say high Didn't school. Did you talk of the about dead. this last week? Maybe, but I mean, yeah. Talking to him, I, so yeah. I'm, no, 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 no. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying that I'm trying to remember for myself. Yeah, it reminds me of like a yeah. cross between uh, Train to Busan be, because they literally mention it in in that they have a character be like, "It's Train to Busan." Uh, oh yeah, and yeah. it reminds me of High School of the Dead, except without any of the unnecessary fan service in that. Sure. Because, like like I said, some of it is, High like, school. teenage boy yeah. territory. So that was one that I watched. And, like, not even lying, they had a ridiculous-ass boob matrix scene where a <laughs> character shoots a rifle and you track the round in slow motion as it travels and another a female character's boobs, like, swish perfectly around it. As it like whizzes past her, and I'm like, like oh, teenage man. me was like weird, but I'm into it. And now I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why would they do that? That is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh man, that's funny. That is so funny. Um. Like, so before before we go way off track, um, I don't have a lot lot to say about cyberpunk on this but i i have a game that i keep wanting to go back to that is still broken as shit and i i i am hoping that one day they fix it but it's it's time is running out and that is wolson and i um so i'm a huge diablo fan i've talked about this several times it is legit a diablo clone game is legit my favorite absolute favorite genre Like, as much as I love Monster Hunter, I have zero interest in Dauntless, God Eater, any of those other Monster Hunter genre games, because it just doesn't... I like Monster Hunter not for... I mean, I love it for the gameplay and stuff, but there's so much more about specifically Monster Hunter about over those other things, because God Eater is like Monster Hunter, but but, um, purposeful anime, it feels like. Like, we're going to slay demons and that kind of stuff heard good things about god eater dauntless to me is just monster hunter light like yeah (laughs) if you don't if you don't want anything uh, any of the things that make monster hunter monster hunter just play dauntless yeah uh so like being a huge monster hunter fan i'm not really into the larger genre i'm just specifically into monster hunter whereas Mm -hmm. Diablo, I'm into the larger genre of, of what okay. makes a Diablo game. And, it, and partially it's just the gameplay, but also specifically, I will always be on Diablo, but Wolson is a Diablo clone. And it is in that same genre. It is not MMO based. Um, it was supposed to be a big release in 2020, you know, before we knew about all the, the virus and stuff. It still came out. Um, it is a large reason. Uh, uh, it was not a large reason. No, it is because I built this PC for the podcast. 
It is a large reason why I updated this PC, but then um, updated this PC as far as like replacing, getting new video cards and stuff to actually be able to run games better, to actually run this game better. And I kid you not, I loved this game leveling up and going through it. Chance and I were playing it. It's great. It's got a cool loot system. It's got a cool battle system. Um, it's got this really cool system where... Think of Diablo. You've got mana for skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Even even um, Lost Ark does this. You have mana. You spend it on a skill. It recharges over a certain amount of time. Yada, yada. Pretty yep. simple mechanic. This has rage and willpower. And skills can produce rage. You start off with zero rage and all willpower. Think of willpower as sort of mana. So, like, you spend willpower to create rage, and you spend rage to create willpower. So it's a sliding scale of your resource. And skills will have to use X amount of that resource, but they will generate the other resource. So you will go back and forth, back and forth. You can even do a full rage character, which will try to stay fully on the rage side, or full willpower will try to stay fully over here. So it, it makes it sort of like a, a standard resource management. But then there were classes that purposely wavered the line back and forth. And all the classes do this. It was actually really, really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Chauncey had a build that wanted them perfectly in the middle. He got bonuses for having them perfectly in the middle between rage and willpower. Okay. I like um, when games do mechanics like that. Uh, yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen. I think there's a couple classes in Lost Ark. They kind of have that kind of a mechanic where you have like two different resources that you're like. Yeah, yeah. And and Diablo 3 and on seems to have their own unique resource per class, which I think Mm -hmm. is cool, too. But this this um, this here's here's the problem, though. Okay. this game came out as a just a bug shit pile. Like everything was a bug. This whole build (laughs) that that he went the, the whole thing that Chauncey went for. It's in the skill tree. He got to it. It was really cool. It's got this really... Um, if you're familiar with skill trees, it's got this rotating skill tree that is true for everyone. So you pick a node, and you can rotate outer rings and connect new stuff and connect things. So you can actually sort of customize your skills uh, a little bit that way. This whole thing he went through, the penultimate skill of his build, straight up didn't work. Nothing worked for it. It didn't happen. This whole thing that he went for, the whole between the two resources and getting mm-hmm. like a fit, like a hundred fifty percent damage bonus when he was in that state, yeah, straight up didn't work. Did wow. it's just the bug was doesn't work, it, like wow. nothing happens. Um, you could crash out of the game constantly, like you would crash. And now while we were leveling up, this wasn't a problem. But once we got an end game and you're doing end game dungeons where you're like. Okay, I'll risk and go another level. I'll go another level. And if you quit out or lose, you'll lose everything. Or you lose all your time spent. Wow. It would crash. I don't think I have finished an endgame run more than three times. Probably attempting over mm-hmm. 30. Um, then, uh, so it was such a buggy mess that there was a, there was a lot of hype for this game in sort of like the Diablo sort of fan base kind of area, the ARPG genre. Mm-hmm. There was such a hype that when it bombed this bad, there was a mass exodus, and I mean mass exodus, to from this game to boosting, um, <clears throat> to boosting 
either um, Grinding Gears game, uh, Path of Exile, or other people went to um, Grim Dawn. Okay. And Grim okay. Dawn was sort of like a, a languishing game. Grim Dawn has had, two, had an expansion or two since this happened because they got a revitalization from this game bombing. Like, it's... Um, in- I was going to say, that sounds like what happened to Forza Horizon 5, which was like one of my games of the year last year. Like, they basically, yeah. once you started getting to, like, certain content was just so buggy and broken, and instead of fixing those issues, they're like, we're going to fix this instead. And basically, more people are playing Forza Horizon 4 right now than Forza Horizon than 5. 5. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they went at- to an entirely different series, different game. Because Wilson was a brand new game from a yeah. new developer. So, like, they went to, like, uh, and I've talked about Titan Quest quite a bit, but the original people who made Titan Quest went on mm-hmm. to make Grim Dawn. So those are the people. So they're they're experienced ARPG developers. I don't like Grim Dawn. Again, it's a, it's, it's a setting thing for me. The gameplay works just fine. I've played through a couple of characters all the way to the end. I just can't sort of get into it. And unfortunately, I can't even get to the newest expansion for Titan Quest because... It just takes so long to make a character to get that far. <laughs> I just like I just don't have the time or care to, even though I love the game, but I've played it for thousands of hours. It just doesn't feel mm-hmm. that new. Um, so, you know, like this game was like supposed to be like, okay, Diablo three is good, but I'm done with it. I have put thousands of hours into it. I'm ready for Diablo four. Diablo four is not for a long time. So here's Wilson. And Wilson just sort of like shit the bed and it came back with a giant patch. And we're now, we're not talking like cyberpunk level of patch, but pretty decent size mm-hmm. patch biggest that Wilson's had. And it was like, Hey, we fixed a lot of this stuff. I went in, I tried to do three end game dungeons with my character that was already max level since this patch still didn't get through any of those dungeons without it crashing. Man. And then I put it down, and I was Man, just like, "It's 2020." Mm-hmm. And I've tried several. I've tried not several, but a couple times. The only thing that stopped me from doing it again was Lost Ark coming out, because wow. I've just been itching for that kind of game. Because it's just, I just love that kind of game. Um, and Lost Ark is sort of filling that, but I don't think because it's so much MMO focused over the RPG focus that I'm just, you know. It's different. You know what I mean? Like when you mm. when you have an MMO focus on such a thing, like the easiest comparison is WoW versus Diablo. Diablo and WoW, you're doing essentially the same thing. Do this difficult fight, try to get loot from the boss. There you go, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, so... in WoW, you're getting basically trash loot until you get that one piece, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like it's like in a list and then you might have to fight other people for that drop. <laughs> and you have to coordinate with other people to do this content because it is an MMO, right? Whereas Diablo, I'm like, fuck all y'all. I'm going to go do it myself and do it like 15 times and see if I get the drop that I want. And oh, also, by the way, I got like 72 other items that are going to give me money or some other resource mm-hmm. that I can probably do something with in the meantime 
So that's that's the problem I feel I'm going to have in Lost Ark is this like there's just I'm going to run out of shit I care to do, because that's the way that MMO works for me. Whereas a Diablo game I can continue to do the content continuously and so, optimize. So here's my question. So say mm-hmm. obviously you're done with Wilson, you literally can't play it. So say a year from now they finally drop the patch, like patch 2.0. And it's actually fixed. You've seen other people play it on YouTube, but you have like a good 175, 200 hours in Lost Ark. New content is dropped. You're playing. You love the classes. What would make you go back to Wilson at that point? It just being fixed. <laughs> that for real. Okay, yeah, so that's like I'm new not... Cyberpunk did. This is like, yeah, oh, I love this game, this genre, this setting. I'm in. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. Like, it's actually really good. Like, it's a super good game. But, like, it was good on launch. But, like, it, the problem was is it just kept bugging out. Like, Okay. Okay, now, Ace, have you, like, jumped into any... Obviously, I know you got Cyberpunk in the wings. Mm-hmm. But have you jumped into anything that was, like... I'm talking busted. The only other game that I've done this for... Actually, I have two. Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, Realm Reborn, which was literally Realm Reborn was their big 2.0, and then Assassin's Creed Unity, like six years, seven, ten, I don't know how long later. So, At least I literally played it last year. So I will say officially no, because I, for a lot of like these games that I'm not like 100% invested in, but I'm just like interested in, I will usually wait until mm-hmm. they come out and launch and then give it like a week or two if I'm really in, interested before I get it. Um, although I will say technically in a non-traditional sense of the term busted, I will say yes, because uh, I got star Wars battlefront two at launch. And that was, that, that was a whole bunch of fuckery. No, that 100% counts. That was, yeah, no, that's, that's busted for a different reason. That was, yeah. yeah. They're still busted. I mean, that was $80 that I might as well have just like thrown in a frying pan with butter and just eaten with a fork and knife. And it would have been just (laughs) as satisfying probably. (laughs) Okay. So uh, now we did talk a little (laughs) bit about this on the side jam, but this does lead us to the broken games at launch and giant day one patches. Mm. I personally have a giant, I know other people have a problem with them. A, because for people that have like low to zero internet, you're already alienating alienating them mm-hmm. from being able to play a true game. Uh, but on top of that, they're basically shipping. They already know that they're shipping, and it's common practice at this point to ship us games with the day one patch, and knowing that more patches and hot fixes are incoming. So it even affects it affects the reviews of the game that we're seeing. Um, I know when we played uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2 for the show, and I went back and just to check, I was like, I was really liking the game. And I'm this real time is not my genre at all. But I was like, mm-hmm. let me just see what the re- reviews and the reviews were just low. And I was like, and it was just like bugs, 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 bugs. Yeah, bugs. it's it's definitely frustrating to uh, not have it be like the good old days where you can just put the game into the system and it just mm-hmm. fires up. I wish they would have, like, a way where you could, like, verify your pre-order receipt so that you could have, like, all this stuff preloaded onto your system. 
Oh, yeah. But then, like, the mm-hmm. putting the disc into the system is, like, the switch that activates it that makes it playable. Yeah. Because it, it's been a pain in the ass to get, like, a game that you're waiting for. And then, up oh, four hours. Good luck. Have fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dude. When, when Mortal Kombat, uh, was it X released? I was like, I went to the midnight mm-hmm. release. Got it. Got home. <laughs> stuck it in. Four hour update. And All I'm right, like, I'll go sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um... I am mostly digital these days, but it even affects the digital games now, mm-hmm. too. And I can't remember yeah. what game it was on Xbox that came out. Something came out last year, and I had literally just been waiting for it to come out. And the day it dropped, it's like, yep, yeah, now we're going to update you. And I was like, yeah. y'all couldn't have done this before, right now? Yeah, and I'm... It was like a, it was like a good, like, 20 gigs. Yeah, and I'm loosely now, considering getting a Series S, too. So, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, as as much as I'm not for sort of like the... I, I'm very sketchy on the whole like Lost Ark sort of pay model free-to-play stuff because mm-hmm. I just don't normally like that kind of thing. Um, paying the $15 for the early access really solved a lot of those problems um, because I downloaded it the day before. They actually announced that you could download it mm-hmm. early. I was nice. like, okay, cool. And then I started playing on Wednesday, which was like two days before everyone else could, you know, because I spent $15, which, so I came into like a not busy server, which apparently it was so busy. They were having problems with just the pre-order people. <laughs> so, wow. but I, I didn't have a bad experience with that, but like, I actually think that was a kind of a cool way for them to do it. Where they like they had like a soft launch with the pre-orders, and then like a hard launch Friday to sort of get a good idea of what's mm-hmm. going on. And on our server, particularly Galater that we we've been playing, there was such a problem that like I got like a free mount and a pet out of like all the stuff that happened. Like I got like super free content, and I was like, why why is this happening? Because, like, literally, like, people lost their whole characters, like, high-level characters on the server. I didn't experience this, Uh, so I just profited (laughs) for nothing. I didn't Um, know that. Lucky you. Yeah, yeah, there was actually, if you go... It's the same server that we're on, Jacob. How about to say, oh, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah, so you look at your mail... (laughs) You'll get like a like a bind to character like like loot box Sweet. essentially. So I was just like, oh, okay, but like I kind of like how they've handled it. It's like the problem is, as much as I don't like a lot about what Lost Ark is and doing, they've handled things fairly well. That I've been kind of like, all right, all right, I'm I'm here. Like I'm not I'm not out yet. Um. But again, I, there's going to be a time where the MMO is going to get to me because, like, this happened with Wow. I like Wow and concept, but you get to that end game content and it's like, hey, I need like 38 other people to do this. <laughs> um, I'm struggling to get five to play with me. So usually, like, because yeah. of the way that I play and the schedule that I have, like, my work schedule is just whack in comparison to people. Because, like, I can play, like, when can you play? I was like, well, depends if I get out of work early enough. I can play at 2 o'clock. And people are like, 2 o'clock? I don't even get out till 6. And I'm like, 
Well, I can't go at six because I got D and D at six. Like mm, I don't. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Like, I am normally like, the same way. I play games like Borderlands by myself. Um, but I will say, Final Fantasy does. They very much encourage their veterans to a because you can run all of your classes on one character, which I absolutely love. So you just literally yeah. restart. So you can run back. You can also um, do, uh, I think you have like a daily quest for just g- going and just going into the dungeon roulette um, to help out lower classes. But I never had a problem doing lower level content in Final Fantasy. Because mm-hmm. um, I always hear that about other, you know, MMOs and stuff like that where like you're trying to find sure. something. Especially like, especially like for people I can imagine, like you're trying to get into say like Lost Ark in two years. You know what I mean? Like if nobody's going to be doing level 10 raids. People People are already trying to rush to max level. And I'm like, this game's been out like a week yeah. as of yesterday. People yeah. are already like, no, 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 you got to get to the end game content. Or like right now, I was like, dude, I'm still like, I'm over a week playing and I'm level 36 or something like that. Yeah. Like, I, Is there I'm any not... incentive for veterans to go back? I don't know. I'm not there yet. I mean, I know I you can do other classes. And I think I heard like other classes can like feed into your main character or something like that. But. Yeah. Well, there's also, um, I have one. Uh, there's also these like boost passes or whatever. Okay. You just click it and your character hits max level. Poof, done. What? <laughs> yeah, and you get one for hitting max level. So like you can just get a free alt at max level. Like double what? <laughs> like just. Uh, but for me, I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to learn the class I'm playing as it goes. Yeah. Like, why would I ever want to do that? They do that in Final Fantasy fourteen. You can literally buy a level boost. And if you're ever playing with somebody that has level boosted, it's very, very apparent. Because whatever. Yeah, because they have no idea what they're is, doing. Dude, it's the worst when it's a healer or a tank. You just know. <laughs> they're, just, they're like scared. Like a tank is running and they only pull like one monster at a time. It's like, dude, you can pull like. You can pull at least a whole room. It's like, no, just one monster. Okay. So. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. interesting. So, I, I, personally, Wilson is really the only game that was super busted that I just couldn't um, go back to. Now, a lot of times, for me, getting back into a busted game is it just being fixed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so there's, like, some games that were, like, it itself was, wasn't busted, but I never got into it because I couldn't get into it because, it, you know, I whatever reason, like, I had it and I couldn't play it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was an old game called Pools of Radiance that was um, it was a D&D game where you controlled a whole party of people. And the only way I could get this thing to run was in high school to go to my dad's work and install it on one of his work computers and play it while he was at mm. work a couple times. Interesting. Mm. And it cool. actually worked, and I enjoyed it. Um, there are better games in that genre now that act the same way um pillars of eternity i think is the biggest one uh in that sort of genre i own pillars of eternity now and i can't get into it like i just feel like i missed the boat like i just like i like that game as a high schooler kind of thing and now i'm just like yeah it's too much story for me right now (laughs) okay question because i had to look i had to look up some games to see what else mm-hmm. has been buggy apparently fallout 4 was busted at launch jam titan quest was buggy at launch 
Is that true? Which one? The first one. I never played the first one. You okay. had to be an Xbox person. Okay. Uh, I played. Uh, I played. I have the first one. Well, it is the only Xbox game I own, but um, I don't have an Xbox to play it. I know New Vegas was buggy on PS3, but I remember I specifically played it on Xbox because I know Sky. I think Skyrim was having. I can't remember what game got released first, but whatever game got released first on PS3, I was the last game was broken. I was gonna say. So I was like, that's. I'm gonna. That's sort of one of the things that Bethesda is known for is that their games are buggy at launch and in some cases still continue to be yeah but they're never to the level of like oh i don't know wolson or right. you know cyberpunk like they're playable right. but right? they've always like, had that uh... sort of that uh un unfinished uh varnish job we'll say no skyrim was actually broken on ps3 that was actually a mm-hmm. thing because basically the way that they made the entire world render the game like everything that you place down was remembered forever in the game's code or something or the game's memory. So eventually yeah. on the PS3, the way that it did it, it, it was actually broken at some point on PS3. Yes. I never ran into that because I don't put a lot of things down in that game, but yes, I did have the PS3 version on, on launch. Um, 11, 11, 11. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I played that one. I played it with no issues because obviously I'm like you, but I actually, I think I might've played that on PS3 later down the road after patches. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was perfect. It ran perfect. Uh, let me see. They put battlefield four on the list. I know battlefield 2042 is one of those games that was broken at launch. That now that one, I just completely, I was super hyped. I was telling my buddy Jared at the, at the game stores, like I, I want this. Tell me when it comes out, I'll get it. And then I heard nothing good. And I was like, Never yeah. mind. I still have the I'm trial downloaded it. on my Xbox waiting to play, and I have not started it because I'm waiting for the patch to be like, hey, this game's playable now uh, for 2042. Uh, oh, WWE 2K20. I forgot about that. That game was so bad. It wasn't just bad on the Switch. It was bad everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember. Um, I think I worked at Costco when that – or not Costco, uh, Sam's Club – in the electronics department selling phones mm-hmm. at the time. Um, but my uh, team lead had me set up 2K20 on a uh, Xbox that we decided to open up as a demo unit. And I remember as we were do- as we had one of the uh, robot games going, uh, the cheerleaders of one of the teams spawned like in the scaffolding of the dome of the arena. And like glitched on top of the roof and then back into the scaffolding. What game is this again? NBA 2K20. <laughs> it was either 2K20 <laughs> or 21. So it it had the it had a bad that was like one of the funniest glitches I had seen yeah. because I was like, wait, are they having like a performance above the core? Oh no, it's broken. <laughs> No, it's fully. They're fully like in the ceiling, and then on the roof. You thought it was a, it was a dome top uh, performance. One hundred percent. Yeah, I broken. thought it was. I thought it was like maybe. Oh, are they playing on like a glass, like a a raised like plexiglass floor, or something? Nope. Right. No. Yeah. So, so conversely, 
what is what are some companies that you guys think when they release a game you're just spot on this is just gonna work no no like you just trust Capcom? It. oh oh man capcom with are you Monst- serious with like, monster oh, Hunter. Hunter. oh that's a monster good one. hunter is street never fighter me wrong no, 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 no. Monster Hunter. I, I that's what I was gonna say. Monster Hunter's been fine, but yeah, everything else from Cap, everything else from Capcom seems like it has problems. As a longtime Street Fighter fan, I will tell you, Street Fighter Five was the worst launch of a Street Fighter game. Only, <laughs> only next to Street Fighter Three, it was so bad. They did fix it. Mm-hmm. Once they fixed a lot of stuff, I jumped in. Yeah, um, I did. That was another man. I forgot. I did see with Rise that there was some. Uh, connectivity issues or just running issues for people who are doing PC, but I mean that seemed to got get resolved pretty quickly thereafter. PC is a is a yeah, PC is a smattering of problems though because you're you're not dealing with a right. set chipset or anything. You're dealing with you're not thousands of combinations. Right. You're not dealing with a uniform build. It is like basically an unknown. You're just like, I will try to make this work the best for anything and everything. Right. Okay, I got one. Mm -hmm. Devolver Digital. They're small enough that every all of their games matter. I have played a ton of Devolver Digital games, and I cannot think of one that when it came out was busted. Or even had like game breaking glitches and bugs and stuff like that. Now it's not always true, but most of the time I can trust a Nintendo game to run. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I think that's now. I here's don't... the thing. I I do think they give incomplete games now, but their games definitely do run. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I don't feel. I don't feel I've ran into a lot of incomplete games with them, except aside for well, even like um. Mario Golf. A lot of people complained about Mario Golf having a far less content. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I'm fine. I didn't even finish the content on Mario Golf and I had a good time with it. Like, I was like, okay. I unlocked like a new area uh, once I got everything completed and I was like, I'm good. I don't need to do that other area. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, what was it? I think Mario Party was another one. Where they had like, sure, the, I will be right back. Like, yeah. Here's the extra stuff. I was like, why don't you, why don't you put that at launch? Yeah. Um. Uh, it, yeah. Nintendo Mansion a... Three. Also, it's it's just for me. If you're doing a free update, you just feel bad because you should have just released it at the time the game came out. Like, a lot I of times they aren't it. they aren't done with it though. I that's mean, like point, that's why the... I would have played it when the game. I, what what happened out. with Mo- Luigi's Mansion Three? Because I played and beat that pretty close to launch um i think they released like some multiplayer content and stuff like that basically stuff that would have been with the family because that was a game that i played with my daughter um and also me and my spouse like we co-opted it we co-opted and beat yeah cc cc so. and i co-opted luigi's mansion 3 but we just did the story i didn't yeah. do any of the multiplayer stuff like aside from her playing guigi yeah but that would have been that would have been uh you know some some fun stuff to run trying to find all the nintendo published games on the nintendo switch Uh, it's a lot it is but i just want like the triple a the triple a big ones like mario odyssey i feel was like a 100 a complete game with no bugs um oh no totally 
totally. Um, I didn't have any problems with either of the Hyrule Warriors uh, on launch. Um, Pikmin, I didn't have any problems uh, anywhere. You know, like, they do yeah. release extra co content a lot of the time now, but, like, I don't think that... I don't think it's, any of it's bugged. I don't think that a lot of time it's just, like... Um, I remember... I know now. Yeah. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is one, for sure. Not including the DLC content. Not including the seasonal They did stuff. have some, yeah. It was very shout... Compared to other previous Animal Crossings on, like, handheld, even... It had less features and less in-game content out of the box. I'll say that. Sure. Basically, once you roll credits, hey, you want to customize your island? You know, like, it, it kind of really pared down. Uh, I never really had context experience. for that one. The only one I ever played was the newest one, New Horizons. Okay. And um, I, even then, I didn't enjoy it. Like, it's just not my kind of game. Um. I did enjoy getting the different fish and the different animals from the museum, but I didn't even finish that. That was like, oh, this is cool, but that's it. Like, so uh, I, I guess it's fair to say that, yeah, maybe there's more content to be had on Nintendo when they release sometimes, but mm -hmm. like, um, I don't think that any of them are ever really that buggy. Um, yes. Or I just think I just think they're incomplete. So like. Um, Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis is a good example because they gave like new playable characters, more story modes, different modes of play even. Um, I'm not sure that's incomplete because I had just fun of a time playing whatever was released with. Yeah, like, but if, I you're, if it's stuff that was already included in previous entries and then it's gone and then a couple of months later they're like, hey, free update. I'm like, man, you just finishing the game in the back. Like, just wait. Like, because at that point, I've lost interest in the game. You know? Yeah. I can understand that to a I certain mean, I lo I, degree. My problem is I lose interest before the other t content comes out. So I never do the extra content. That's what I'm saying. So my, my point is, if you're releasing a game in that state, I'm not going to buy the game at launch. And then you're going to go, nobody wants this game. And then you don't make another one because it doesn't sell at launch. But you didn't give me the content I wanted at launch. So now I buy it three months later. You know, it's like a vicious cycle. Now, the new Mario Party, a lot of people weren't complaining about that. The one that yes, has all are. the different minigames. But it only has, I didn't five, that. has five, so it's five boards of out of eight Mario Parties. Five boards. I wholly expect at the direct in like June or September for them to be like, hey, here's some more Mario Party stages. Heard you like Mario Party? Like, I can't, I can't have the girls play Mario Party. They'd get in fist fights with each other, I bet. <laughs> like, they're just... Ooh, boy. Listen, Over tennis strong, today? That was enough. That was... Strong ooh. shall survive. See, see we, just, we just, like, get into Mario Party battles and just, like, fuck with each other. Um, especially if it's, like, three they of us in a bot. They can't... Dude, if they get a star stolen from them, they go ballistic. Either one of them. Either they, one of my daughters. They're do like, they do the uh, Matt oh. scream from Game Grumps? Have you seen that before? Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. And uh, no, not to that level, but yes, I get I Pretty, get pretty close saying. to ears bleeding? Um, or just bleeding in general? Dude, that was today. That was just 
today as their screaming buff team as they're both Bowser and Donkey Kong trying to dunk me as like paratroopa. Like I'm just like, hey, I'm just gonna play paratroopa because I think he's kind of cool, and they're just like, buff team. <laughs> they're just paratroopa. He's a paratroopa speed archetype. Technical. Technical. Ah, okay. Or tricky. I, love, I mean, tricky. Yeah, I love the tricky archetype. Boo is my favorite. Yeah, uh, I like the speed and I like the tricky. I don't really like the the power ones, even though Bowser's like legit one of my favorite Mario characters. I'm just like, yeah, I don't really feel like now it's Smash. I 100% play Bowser in heavy characters, but like other things now. Um, yeah, I just, I just, there's not a lot of companies that you can just straight up just say, hey, this is gonna work fine at launch. Like, like, yeah. like 100% anymore. Um, you know, like, even though you could bet on it being a quality game a lot of the time, you're just like, there's going to be something. Well, mm-hmm. I'd say, I'd say Battlefront 2 worked perfect at launch for how EA wanted it to work. But for the consumers, Fair. it definitely didn't Fair. work for the fucking consumers. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, it did not. No. Oh man, that was a controversy and a half. I remember as I was listening to a lot of video game podcasts at the time. I don't listen to a lot of video game podcasts anymore, but at the time, all of them were talking about Battlefield. Mm-hmm. All of them, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I'd I'd rather them just lose the license at this point. Like finish up the uh, sequel that's in the work to uh, Fall in Order Two. And just fully lose it because I know that they partially lost it, but I'd rather they just yeah. I'm I'm just happy they lost. They the lost exclusivity. Ex- mm-hmm. Yeah, they lost exclusivity. I'm okay with them doing having competition in the license. Yeah. I think that might drive some innovation and or um, quality. Because right. um, yeah, respawn is respawn le- is doing great work. Mm-hmm. Legitimately, Fallen Order was a great oh, yeah. game. I just finished. Uh, it I don't think that a couple that, weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that 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 we should punish EA for the things they're doing right at this moment for like Fallen Order, but like 100% for the things they're doing wrong, like Battlefield 2. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Battlefront 2, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay. And uh, one of my favorites, Blizzard. I mean, you can't expect any game to launch without server issues at this point. I mean, but that's just online in general, though. Like, especially if you have a popular game and mm. the, the wait is anticipated, like, we will find a way to crash it. You know, like, Lost Ark had the same problems. Um, Halo, I, just anything. Forza, Halo, they just... So, there is something, Ace, I just thought of this. There is something. Um, both times that... Uh, a demo hit the eShop for Monster Hunter. The eShop crashed because so many people downloading it. Mm. Well, that's that's so. That's not... It's not the game, <laughs> but it's so popular it's crashing the store. Yeah. Now that that's different, but I just thought of that because <laughs> yeah, the rise totally killed the mm-hmm. store, which is hilarious. And I'm like, yeah. good, good. Let this happen more. Mm-hmm. Let them know our our power, our collective power. <laughs> that's I a can't... that's some Smash Brothers power right there. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Anytime an update Rot- comes from Smash Brothers, dude. No. <laughs> I I saw I I put this up on the Discord. I didn't know this. Rise Monster Hunter Rise specifically, and this is this is numbers before PC release was number seven in Capcom's all time best selling games. Mm-hmm. Yep, number seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? It was a Switch exclusive, and it hit seven. For the record, I think the Switch is almost. Has it already passed the Wii? I think it. No, no, the Wii is most popular. Let me go look at the thing. I believe it passed the Wii U. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure. It, no, it passed the Wii U within like the first like year. In the 3DS, yeah, I want to say they did. They one of. The, I don't know. I haven't seen the charts in a while. Oh no! Yeah, it has. It uh, passed. It topped 100, 100 million and passed the Wii. This is recently, February 3rd. That's February 3rd. Wow. Find one of the articles I saw, though, they actually had like the ring. I think PS2 is like the top console mm-hmm. ever sold. Ever. Ever. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've been I'm tracking, still... but uh, one day and one hour to go, we got some Capcom <sighs> news coming me. in. I played too many Capcom games, and I'm way too excited about this. So wait, wait, one day and one yep. hour. They yeah. Every subreddit that I'm in is excited. Like if you go to their Monster Hunter Mega Man, if you go to their Twitter page, they have a link to their countdown. So we've got one day. Yeah, and one I, hour. I'm aware of the countdown. I'm just. Is that like midnight tomorrow? Essentially, for us? yeah. Yeah, midnight tomorrow. I personally okay. am hoping for Marvel vs. Capcom 4, not Infinite 4. <laughs> Infinite had the only good character in it. It but they just I don't want to talk about it. We got we got another half an hour. <laughs> I mean technically. Nah, matter of fact, that's a, add that to the list. Again, Capcom fighting games lately. Not had good luck. Technically we've got it's no. very good. Technically now. we've got as long as we want to go. We've had episodes that have gone almost three hours before. He's got a bedtime though. Not tonight. <laughs> Not tonight. Not tonight. Okay. Not tonight. Um. So. Uh. Yeah, I was gonna. I was only digging an infinite because it's the only one that had a monster hunter fighter so mm-hmm. far. Which. They should have just done. They should have just done the 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 real answer. Just put Rathalos. Don't put. Don't put the hunter in Rathalos gear. Just put Rathalos. Well, like, they did that for uh, <laughs> Smash Bros. Ultimate. And then uh, they didn't they, release anything Monster Hunter in it until they weird... gave the uh, armor as like a skin. Yeah, but it's not even a fighter. It's 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 there's one of those weird assist trophy things. It's like a mini mm-hmm. boss, which is fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I don't know. I want to see more Monster Hunter representation in, in Capcom collaborations because you know it is now their best selling series. Yeah. I want so, I want Lady Demetrescu to have a baby Rathalos. Put it together, make it happen, Capcom. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't. That's not the direction I was hoping to go for that, but okay. All right, I got. I just got done. I'm a, I'm a pivot. You got done looking at those switch numbers. So, mm-hmm. the Switch apparently just passed PlayStation as well. 
like the first OG PlayStation. Mm-hmm. They're uh, <clears throat> about give or take ten to fifteen million, million units out to pat for surpassing PlayStation Four. After that, they'll need about forty units to take out PlayStation Two. But in all time, the only thing that's left after PlayStation Four is the Game Boy and Game Boy Color, which are lumped together, and the Nintendo DS family, which, as you know, the Nintendo DS cheated because they released like seven different yeah. consoles that are in the <laughs> DS family. Yeah. Like you got your DS, your DS Lite, your DSi, you got this big DS, the little DS, DX. Like okay, so. Mm-hmm. My uh, my daughter asked me to play the Flippy Switch today, and I was like, "What are you talking about the Flippy Switch?" And then, I, and then I was like, "She was like this one." And well, she handed me my Monster Hunter 3D. Well, that's what I've seen some people wanting as like a Switch Pro, and I wouldn't necessarily like say no to that because I think there were good aspects about the DS. I just wish it had a another thumbstick that wasn't just a tiny gray nub that fucking irritates my thumb and makes my thumb like super fucking sore. Dude, I I want nothing to do with the 3DS anymore. <laughs> like I I don't want to I don't want to hold it. I don't want to open it up. I don't I was like when it when when Monster Hunter moved off the 3DS, I was a little surprised it was PS4 it moved off of. But um I was like, okay, that's cool, but like going to consoles, I never want to go back to strict handhelds ever again, yeah, ever. Like, I I am okay with it on the Switch. I love it on the Switch. I think it was the best idea for Rise. Um, but boy, if if they ever, if there's ever a Nintendo console that's just a handheld and they say Monster Hunter on it. I'll do it, it, but I'll be very vocal and very Fort, unhappy. You're, for, you're <laughs> forgetting about talk? my prediction. When when Sony inevitably buys Nintendo, we're gonna get the Switch Vita. Did did you ever? Do we ever talk about my immeasurable disappointment when I bought a Vita and Monster Hunter was one of the franchises that never came? Because I tried to play it on the PSP. And I was like, I'm not, I, I got hand cramps trying to do the claw. I was like, this, I'm not, I'm just not, I'm physically not doing this to myself. I was like, no. I will get the Vita and I'll see you on the Vita. No, I got, I got Freedom Unite and I'm playing it on there and you can remap the uh, buttons. So you can remap to the uh, right thumbstick so you can do directions. I, uh, you can, I remapped look, it initially look, to do I, the I up know. and down, but then was so sensitive that it would throw my character my viewpoint up and down so i switched it to just left and right yep it is way more playable than uh, on the psp i will tell you that much but it's still super clunky it's just how the game was jacob here and (laughs) and he will never play freedom unite for any amount of time nah man we gotta we gotta find out if those servers are still working you, you would not play Freedom Unite for any amount of time, even no. if it was on Vita. No. Yeah, I know. If, well, if if no, if they put it on Vita with like, and it was made for the Vita, I would have played it. I can tell you that. The only reason I didn't play Monster Hunter on the Wii is because I got it and then my Wii got stolen. So I was oh like, Jesus! Well, can't play it now. No, that I yeah, that's a that's a pretty uh pretty legit oh, yeah, circumstance. Yeah, you Sorry. and. 
You and Brian around the same time had your stuff stolen, didn't you? Uh, yeah, but the difference was I couldn't prosecute because it's very complicated. But somebody I knew was basically involved in it, and I was like, I'm not sending They were like in high school. I was like, I'm not sending them, them to jail. It's like, you should be ashamed of what you did. But I like I had the entire games library and digital games from like the WiiWare and stuff. I couldn't get back mm. because of the way that they did it. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm out, Nintendo. <laughs> That's why I skipped the Wii U because I lost my entire digital library. Mm. So, all my Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, it's gone. <laughs> Speaking no. of digital library, uh, because of the recent news we got, as you know, Fort, I finally caved and bought the uh, digital version of uh, Devil's Third for Wii U. Because I don't want to have to take out you know, a goddamn loan to get a physical copy of it. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I, uh, that caused me a lot of headaches the other day. That, that whole discussion. Uh-huh. They were, um, they were, y'all, y'all were pushing for it hard in chat. Y'all was pulling, dusting out them we use, baby. <laughs> More power to I you. I mean, um, Cece pulled out my wii u today and she's like what's this i was like oh this is the nintendo console before the switch and she was like really i was like i mean yeah you were alive when i was playing it i mean you were a baby but (laughs) um but i i showed her the wii u stuff but like um it was pointed out the reason why i couldn't download um uh the metroid prime trilogy because it was on the wii library and not the wii u and the Wii store is already dead. It's yep. been dead. Gone. So I can't I can't get a hold of that game at all. And it was the but only one I cared to save, honestly. That infusion. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. cool. I have my Monster Hunter stuff. Monster Hunter stuff is always local play. I don't need to worry about that. I also have like four to five physical copies of every Monster Hunter from that generation. Mm-hmm. So we're good. I like I don't need to worry about that. But like the digital library stuff, Jacob, you're not wrong, but in the end, like not all of it granted not all of it but a decent portion of the ones i really care about are already on the nintendo switch online yeah like i mean not, looking, looking there back, are ones that i don't have because of that but then we got ones that weren't available for instance spanky's quest was never available why did I look for Spanky's Quest? I don't know, but it wasn't available. <laughs> now it is. You can get Spanky's Quest on the SNES. And Sna- uh. Sp- Spanky's Quest is about a monkey who throws balls, sports balls, and bounces okay. them on his head. Good clarification. Yes. Uh, and bounces them on his head, and the more bounces you have, the bigger the ball gets, and then when it pops, a certain sports ball comes out, and you're killing fruit with them. And it's like an arcade game. It's the weirdest friggin' shit SNES game I ever owned. Uh, maybe outside of EVO. And it's on there. It's on the Switch Online stuff. And I was like, why is Spanky's Quest here? <laughs> who, who put Spanky's Quest on here? <laughs> um, um, and then after I got uh, Devil's Third, I had some money left over too. So I got us uh, Kirby's Dream Course for it no. um, oh yeah so jack and andrea played a couple rounds of that but that's and uh by the end andrea that's already on your switch <laughs> not a big deal okay 
All right. I just had extra money to blow, and I had scoured through a lot of the other content on there, and I was like, eh, nothing else really pops out, and Andrea didn't really want anything else, so I was like, eh, we'll go with this for now. Uh, and it was funny, too, because yeah. uh, the final score ended up being Andrea 23, Jack 21, and Jack was like, I mean, technically, by golf rules, I won. And then it, and then the screen transitioned, and it was like loser under him, and uh, his secondary character was like a yellow Kirby, and it was just like face down on the ground, like someone shot it in the back of the head, just like. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's rough. Yeah, because you just give it up. <laughs> oh man, I do love Kirby's Dream Course. It's a, it's an amazing mm-hmm. game. Um, It'd be cool if they made like a. Uh, remaster remaster of it or like a uh new version of it with like really complex 3d maps you know sort of sort of like uh similar to mario galaxy okay i could see that yeah it'd be cool i i would like to see kirby dream course updated again because that is a fun Mm -hmm. golf game like I, I, I'm a sucker for golf games. I own like three different putt putt games on my <laughs> switch, but like, um, having like a updated Kirby's dream course would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I'd play it. That's for sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, for as the main topic goes, like, I don't really have anything else to say. Wilson was really the only one that I have played that was like that. That was sort of like busted at launch. And then, of course, I pulls of radiance a little bit, but that was just because my computer couldn't handle mm-hmm. it. Um, <clears throat> I want to say, but there, nah, that just doesn't fit. Because like original Diablo, I couldn't play, but again, that was just because I wasn't allowed to. Because as an eight year old, apparently, that was just too much. Even though I was playing Primal Rage at the time, Diablo was too your much. your gaming permissions were broken. Yes. Which uh which ended up not mattering by the time I was mm-hmm. ten at all. Like um because then because once we got primal rage, right, we would just be like, but we had this where people could literally bow down and sacrifice themselves to you and you'd eat them alive. <laughs> like I could use that as like the magic bullet to get any M rated game to mom. Like, but you already gave us this. <laughs> and then did she do the... We already got this. And then this. did she do the mom response of... <sighs> fine. Probably. <laughs> but then, like, Jacob knowing my dad, my dad also just has a sick sense of humor. So, like, my dad was like, no, 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 get it. Because that looks hilarious. Like, my dad was not <laughs> helpful at all on that front like him him uh my brother and his younger brother so my uncle and i would play mortal Kombat up all night when we visited my uncle like mm. we like pulling off the fatalities and stuff and be like yeah and we played stuff like bushido blade on ps1 mm-hmm. and there's like all these super violent games that were just like kill him and then nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think my first 
my first M-rated game that I was officially allowed to play was Dead Space 2. Um, mm. And I had, like, just randomly asked to get this game one day. Get it. And mm. my uh, stepdad at the time was like, oh, I mean, it's not worse than anything you, like, watch on TV currently, so blah, blah, blah. And, <laughs> and I mean... Technically, that was wrong, I'd say, because I don't, I don't recall watching TV shows with like dis so dismembering, eye poking, and just brutal mutilations. But uh, that's okay. That one's that one's rough. That that like I've never played number two, but I have seen that eye poking scene like a couple times through different like media mm -hmm. outlet stuff. That one's rough. That one makes my skin crawl. And I can deal with some pretty nasty stuff sometimes. Like, mm. that one, for some reason, gets mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a unnerving scene to just be slowly moving down, and then he gets more frantic the fa if you go too fast with it and whatnot. Just, mm. I think I fucked it up the first time, too, and stabbed him in the eye, so, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> 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 whoops <laughs> hit the back of his skull yeah. that that just reminds me of like the who's line oh, the no. who's line thing of like scenes from a hat things you don't want to hear right before a major surgery and uh what a wayne brady's was like fire me huh you have fire me yeah <laughs> yeah i think my first mature rated game pretty sure it was gca3 mm. I'm like ninety eight percent sure it was DTA three, and like my oh dad. man, but my, I played it. I played it in front of my dad though, which is already weird. So like I'm playing, and like and we're both experiencing the game for the first time. I'm like walking by somebody, and I had like a baseball bat. My dad's like in the back, like he's like on the phone, but he's like, yeah. I'm like okay, God, like buddy falls out, then like cops start chasing me. I was like, what is going on? So, so. I have a story about that. So <laughs> I liked, uh, as in high school, I like getting under my mom's skin about stuff. And she yeah. abhors violence of any fashion. Like she is just not, she's not okay with it. She'll watch movies and stuff with violence in it, but begrudgingly mm. so. <laughs> uh, anything with gore though, she's out. But GTA 3, I specifically say, hey mom, watch this. <laughs> so I picked up a hooker, had her in the car, and then I uh, let her out, and then I came up with a baseball bat and beat her up for profit oh and got more God. money and drove you off. You sick bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't act like you're like... not depraved. Don't act like we have not all done it in our darkest, deepest boredoms in GTA. And oh, save, the, save the game and then go on a rampage. Oh, yeah. I just, it was hilarious because... Because she was like, why did we let you buy this game? She was like freaking out. And dad's like, it's funny. Like, um, <laughs> like we had a, like a general rule. If, if dad laughed, we were golden. Like they, oh anything would go as long dad, as long as dad laughed. And I was like, yes. Yeah. I remember uh, oh, in man. GTA five, uh, my, my old friend and I, uh, we eventually got bored of like, obviously the rampage stuff because you can only steal a tank or a jet so many times before it just gets repetitive right. yeah uh, so what we would do is we'd go into like the middle of the city turn on the invi invincibility code 
and then turn on the uh, parachute code. So you just teleport into the okay. sky, and then we try to dive bomb into pools in the city. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. So, okay. That's a I fun think thing we managed to do. to do it like once out of like 15 tries. And then we tried a couple more times and gave up just because it's like, it's like trying to get, get like thread the needle perfectly. And, and oftentimes you can survive, but, but like oftentimes we'd, we'd get it and you just like smack on the rim of the pool. I think one time we like smacked on the very rim and then just fell into the pool. And I was like, that doesn't count. That That doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wasted didn't. i didn't <laughs> just just awesome stupid things to do in games yeah well now um tying that into <clears throat> to sort of the main topic it wasn't gta 4 that didn't have a bunch of problems on launch but this would be high school not high school college for me that, that i i remember a lot of people complaining at that time but maybe that was just a small cosmos of people at my college yeah i mean most open world games are going to have like any amount of bugs because you're doing stuff in a sandbox and no amount of testing can get you prepared for when the world gets oh that reminded that was one of the other reasons why i was just like i'm out on cyberpunk is like open world stuff too because i'm like uh no i mean it's still it's still buggy now but it's within the expected level of bugginess for an open world game you know what I mean? I'm treating this as like, oh, this is the game just launched. That's how I'm playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it just launched a year and a half ago, but it no, just launched. It just, it just launched. Just launched. <laughs> this is the real launch date. Like, is, oh, my hair is going through my hat. That's to be expected. At least I'm not falling through the floor now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we got falling through the floor. We were playing, uh, so I've been playing a little bit more Rise, even though I finished it. Um, mm-hmm. Trying out uh, some buddies, get some things done, and I need still need to do all the event quests, and I still need another All Mother Orb to finish every single Greatsword. But we were playing together, and we had this visual like glitch, but, but it was because of the internet connection, not because of any glitch that actually happened. I just saw his nameplate just go. down through the floor all the way to the bottom just like i was like did you just fall through the earth and he's like no 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 i i i lagged out there i was like oh okay have you ever seen my glitch from world that i got i was with you we both recorded it right was the one with the 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 what was the legiana that was just stuck in the sky uh original world because that was i think in Oh, wait, no, that was maybe in Base World. Um, no, I had a different one in the Rotten Vale, uh, where a Odegaron had me uh, pinned in the uh, little hallway leading to, like, the great uh, Jiro's Den, and uh, Basil Geese was fighting us at the same time. He dive-bombed and punched me through the wall, so I fell through <laughs> through the map into a lower zone, in, in the Rotten Vale. Um, and if you go to my uh, YouTube channel, you can see me, like, walking around, like, the the, like the effluvial pools in, like, the lowest regions. Uh, and then I think eventually oh I walk out and walk a bit too far and I just fall through and then it resets me in, like, a camp. 
and the handler's like, "Are you okay?" Mm. No, I just like had to has had to come to Jesus moment. <laughs> I had an existential crisis <laughs> of falling forever. Like, shouldn't shouldn't I, <laughs> I don't be know dissolved at a... this point? Like, what's going on? Right. I don't know if it was a glitch, but I think it was unintended. Uh, Legiana, that was the one with the lightning and the sparks, right? No, that's uh, Legiana is the ice one in the Coral Highlands. No, what was the sparks one? The lightning one it was the horse, the unicorn horse. What was that one? Yes, that's uh, Kieran. Kieran, yeah, I died to Kieran while I was in a home base. I was like, I just gotta get the home base. Like lightning strike. I was like, all right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the that cart, was unintended. Yep. The cart actually drops you away further than where your body is. Yeah. Like, this okay. Doesn't make any sense. Here you go. Send okay. it to uh, Pod Chat. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure Pod Chat will enjoy looking at that. Um, yeah. Like, I, I normally don't have a lot of problems with glitches in games, and usually I'm pretty resistant to them. Like, I'm pretty, like, if one happens, I'm not like, oh, this game's crap and I'm out. I can be fairly, especially if it's minor stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. when you lose your progress for, like, 40 <laughs> minutes, it happens over and over again. I'm just like, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. do it. So. Oh, yeah. I forgot I, I have noped out of the game this year because I lost a whole day's worth of progress. Echo oh, generation. yeah. Yeah, Echo Generation, remember? I was like, I had did a whole entire, like, everything I had played that I had played a good amount, like a good, like, yeah. five hours that day. And it was like, yep, and I loaded up the next day. They're like, hey, you're at the start of the day from yesterday. And I was like, I did all of this. Hey. I was just walking around. I was like, I thought I did. I thought I took that. I thought I grabbed it. I thought I fought it. I was like, oh, no. Oh no! Like yeah, it was everything. I I think I fought like four or five bosses. I did like a secret quest. I did. I was like, nope, not doing it. I was like, I can't. Well, well, yeah. It's always it's a rough. At least at least you noped out for what did debatably be a legit reason. Uh, After I finished up Fallen Order, I started uh, Alien Isolation, and I pretty quickly dropped that because my my like self self inflicted anxiety over not experiencing the alien soon enough had me mm. like nope i need to i need to de-stress right now or i'm not gonna be okay <laughs> so i just started playing horizon zero dawn and that's all i've been playing since so that's why i doped out of prey by the way i mm-hmm. played prey i played the demo it had a few jump scares in it and i was like i think i can handle this i went and played now, this is the demo i went and played got the full game i was like i think mm-hmm. i got it on like gamefly or something i played and they put Everything that was in the demo in different places, like all of the jump scares were in different places. And the the thing in Prey mm-hmm. is the alien can literally be anything. Yep. It could be the like a, table, yeah, yeah. a coffee bug. So yeah, so like everything was different from the demo. I was like, no. I had watched other people play the demo, and all the jump scares were in the same exact spot. I was like, y'all moving it? I was like, it's gonna be random every time. I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. I was like, because you I will just be on edge. I thought it was like predetermined but this is random i was like nope my heart can't take it Mm -hmm. yeah i get that um oh i noped out of a few games this year already Um, oh dude it's february it's (laughs) mid-feb actually it's end of feb because it's 28 days but still yeah now i i noped out of extinction i noped out of just cause 4 uh 
I jumped I out. Didn't. If, if, if it makes you feel better, I loved, I think, Just Cause 2 and 3. I also noped out of 4. 4 changed it too much. It was like, bigger, more, explosionier, harder, but not more fun? I was like, nope, it's not more fun. Yeah, they took out all the random mayhem stuff, and it was just like, yeah. did, didn't mean anything, and it would respawn. And you're like, but... But I wanted to blow up all of that island, and it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't I re- save. I remember I used to sell people on getting Just Cause 2 when they were looking for a game to play. And I was like, "Don't!" I was like, you're a super spy. I said, but you're the world's worst super spy. I said, think like James Bond. So you have to ask yourself, what would James Bond do? I was like, and that's how you play the game. Oh, a helicopter's coming after you? Grapple the helicopter. Throw the pilot out. You have the helicopter. Blow up the base. <laughs> like that's how that game works. I loved what I what sold me is the what I called the super physics, where they yes. were just exaggerated physics. So you would shoot the tire out of a car, and it would just instead of being like uh, spin out or something like a real tire, like it would do. Yeah. It goes end over end and. <laughs> <laughs> Got those, got those good old movie physics, man. The game is so the second one and the third one, particularly the third one. The third one gets it like just right. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I think they introduced the wingsuit on the third one, right? They did. Oh, I love I loved it when I tie. I actually managed. It's very hard to do this. I don't I don't know if you ever got one. I actually tethered a jet to something, so I had uh I had Without a tank that was. Yeah, I had a a, a jet that was flying by and I timed it just right where I tethered it to a tank and the, <laughs> and it was on a cliff. So the jet just woof down. <laughs> and it just goes down in the, cr- uh, the, the ravine and then the tank comes with it. And you just hear all sorts of explosions. Cause it's like hitting everything oh. on the way down. So it's like, kaboom, boom, boom, boom. And it was like, Whoa. I didn't realize one of those like bases were hanging off the cliff at the bottom, so it hit one of the tanks too. Oh so like God, there was so other hilarious. explosions going off. I was like, "Oh man, this might be my favorite thing in a game ever." Oh, <laughs> yeah, that um, grappling hook, all of the mechanics. It's just, yeah, I played. It's, oh, it's I played some of three, and I dipped out because like I cleared the region, and then it re like the map reset, so like all the bases like reset and got harder. Oh, um, what? Oh, and that's weird. I never had that in three, but that's exactly why I quit four because that's what happens. I'm pretty sure it was three because, like, might be four. Listen, three, three and four kind of meshed together. A yeah, because I remember it reset and like everything that I just cleared was now red again. Um, and like the last base that I was going after was like the one where like. There are jets that, as soon as you're, like, in the area, they just carpet bomb the fuck out of you. So I would always... So (laughs) when I was working on clearing that, I remembered I would just go and take a helicopter, go to, like, the very edge, and then I'd just, like, hang upside down on the bottom of the helicopter with it, like, idling in the air somehow. I don't know. I guess he he has has some tie-down system. And I would just, like, snipe at things in the base. And then I'd go, like... A little bit mm. further around, get another angle, snipe it a bit more. Goofy. Yeah, it sounds about right. And I'm. <laughs> uh, the only problem I had in three was like 
you have like normal soldiers and stuff you're fighting and then you had some tougher ones you get to the end of the game and it's literally ninja soldiers they like literally just pop in and a puff of smoke and start shooting at you with smgs <laughs> and then a puff away in another like smoke and they're like they're behind you and they're like like that meme it's not personal kid <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personal, nice. kid. <laughs> like, what the heck? What it was like? This is pure fantasy now. Like, okay, it was exaggerated fantasy at the begin with, but now it's just like literal, just magical ninjas. <laughs> See, now you, um, now you just got to time your uh, I, zip line correctly so that you can tie one of those guys to the jet and hear him scream because he's ripped away from the ground. The the easiest thing, it's boring, but I would just zip tie them together. Mm-hmm. And it would just stun them long enough, just just to finish them off, like just like Soprano style, just walk up and pow, pow, <laughs> <laughs> on the back of the head. Oh, they're trying to get up, and I'll be like, "All right, done. You stu- you can't dodge that, you stupid ninja." Um, my my favorite is always still sending the guy to the moon with the makeshift rocket, where you tie his leg to an exploding barrel. You just shoot the barrel, the barrel just flies up in the air. <laughs> At some point, it just oh, becomes a yeah. firework. One. <laughs> I, I, I did like doing the uh, tying a car to a helicopter and using the car as a wrecking ball. That yeah. was fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that with a couple explosive barrels once too, where I would just like I just hooked it in and I just went down to the base of the thing trailing behind me and I just stopped it. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh man. <clears throat> oh, good times. But yeah, I noped out of Just Cause Four pretty pretty hard because it just wasn't that. It just wasn't the same game. Uh, it was very much more like, hey, do the story. And I'm like, yeah, but the story is the least interesting part. It's like GTA. you got to know what you're after here. It's not the story. It's the goofing around. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've had, I had a lot of games. I just picked up another game. Um, it's like I, Hell something. Not Hell Divers, but Hell something. Um, actually, you know what? I'll just go look. I have no idea what it is. It was like $15. And I was like, sure, I'll try it. But that's where I've been like noping out of games. Like I try this like janky game I've never heard of. And I'm like, let's see how mm-hmm. it is. But I just like, I lost all interest in playing on the PS5 right now because of stuff I was doing with the Switch. So I was like, I don't want to, it's hard to split between the PS5, the Switch and the PC. So I just let mm-hmm. the PS5 drop off for now. And then I'll probably let the Switch drop off until... Well, I can't. March has got Kirby and Triangle Strategy and Lego like, Star Wars. Here in two weeks, I'll be playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here in two weeks, I'm gonna be playing Triangle Strategy. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do. But uh, we'll be right back. I'm gonna get that. All right. While he's uh, doing that, Ace, what is the worst game that you've played that you've actually beaten? Mm. Like you know it's bad, but you played it and beat it anyway. <sighs> Why you think I'll I'll give you my alpha protocol for the PS3. Okay. The game was the worst game that I've ever played. Mechanically, the the game graphically was in the uncanny valley. Uh the voice acting was garbage. But in the gameplay and the shooting was wonky, but I still played that game and beat it anyway. Mm-hmm. Alpha Protocol. Worst game that I've ever beaten. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Naruto Boy is the worst game <laughs> I've ever is. beaten. No, not for not not for a show. Like I'm talking willingly. You know it was bad, and you beat it. <laughs> willingly. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna like my answer because it I'm, turned sour. Sour I'm at the say, end. I'm gonna say okay. I'm gonna say this. The general consensus. Is that the game is bad? Like if you go on Metacritic right now, it is trash. You need trash, trash, and okay. not through this, not through the the review bombers. I'm talking like the review critics that we read on the sites. Everybody has trashed the game. But you okay? Like? I only have one example because right. I don't play a lot of terrible games that that I don't legitimately like afterwards. Mm-hmm. But. Um, and if it's terrible, I usually don't finish it. However, um, this does not qualify under the the pretenses that it is bad by critics because it was loved by critics. Okay. But the worst game that I ever finished oh, is Red down, Dead Redemption. The worst the game one? I have. No, the worst game I no Red Dead Redemption on the PS3 or four, whatever it was. I'm saying the first one or the second one. The second one that was the super popular okay. revival. All right, that is the uh, worst game I ever finished. So I've got, I've got two answers to this. Um, so I typically don't play games that I know are bad, uh, but I will mm-hmm. say, yeah, I will count Battlefront Two because I went, I went <laughs> back and played it again, or at least I finished the, uh, the story dlc that they came out with after the fact um yeah i dislike the story of the game because i yeah i think that was the general i wanted (laughs) a a bad guy game like star wars has always had like the yeah the good guys like winning every every game and like i just would have liked to have seen a bad guy perspective and like Force Unleashed sort of mm-hmm. like frees frees the series from that topic, or from that like constraint because you can either go good or bad depending on what you want to do. But like, I would have liked to have seen just a bad guy story for the sake of they're a bad guy, and like a third well, of, third or half of the way through when the character you play as just flips to Republic, I'm like, all right, all right, come on. <laughs> I mean that's always the thing. They always flipped it to Republic everyone. Right. I mean, it was the whole thing of uh the whole reformed stormtrooper stormtrooper thing in the new Eric trilogies. But uh, I will say there's been one Star Wars movie that ended with the bad guys winning, at least for the moment. Um and that'd be uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, right, yeah, episode five. And like Yeah, ep- episode five legitimately ep- was like why what is happening everything good about number one is falling apart and it's not getting better and i think that's what was so bold about that Mm -hmm. movie is like i don't i can't think of it in the movie that isn't like from dusk till dawn that does that like a horror movie like Mm. i can't like endgame did it but it was kind of Unless you weren't a comic book fan, you yeah. knew. Not in game. I'm sorry, the Infinity War. But as Infinity a long time comic book fan, like you knew that it was going to happen. 
but even but they they at least did a good job of setting everything up so that when it happened you know i like i still shed the tears. i was like oh my god mm-hmm. like everybody still remembers oh, mr stark dude. i don't feel so good and it's like oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> like Groot's yeah, gone. that that got me that got me yeah so um i found it though it's called hell warders okay i don't you know, even know what this is i still don't know what this my, is. my second answer um because also in like watching films and stuff like that i have a morbid curiosity and an interest in watching movies that are so bad they're good um eventually <laughs> i will at some point probably end up playing road to hell retribution no, don't do it. Is that the one with the biker? Yep. Dude? Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. No, don't do oh, that. Oh, dude, I've seen I've seen Angry Joe's review. I've seen how bad like the driving mechanics are, and like even like just the monotone motorcycle sounds and like the voice acting and just like the general plot lines and everything. Uh, like like I said, I like watching. I like watching so bad they're good movies too, like the room. Uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, recently the fanatic. It came out like I think around four or five years ago, starring John Travolta. Um, that one is a wild ride of a movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't even I don't even get into watching something so bad it's so, good stuff either. Like I don't. So do you know uh, Devin Sawa? He played. Uh, Stan in Eminem's music video. The the uh, crazed no. fan who is obsessed with Eminem and oh, kills okay. himself yep. and his pregnant girlfriend by like driving off a bridge. Okay. Yes. So I had to look up. A so now picture John Travolta playing a obsessed fan in Hollywood. Um. And he really likes Devin Sawa's character because he's like an actor. He's like a famous actor. And he meets him at a signing. And he gets this map and goes to Devin Sawa's character's house. And then it and then it becomes like a fucking Saw movie. <laughs> and it is insane. Hmm. That does not sound appealing, Ace. I am sorry. That that's fine. It's the only it's, the only... it's not to the average person, but to like someone who like me who has like morbid curiosity of like a lot of things. Like I was like, this is amazing. Um mm-hmm. and, and John Travolta's character also has like difficulties. Um he, mm. I, it isn't like explicitly stated, but he m- might be like differently abled mentally but it's never explicitly stated he just has like these weird manner ticks yeah these weird mannerisms and ticks that could be interpreted as such um (laughs) just a all-around bonkers movie and if you're if you're if you enjoy watching having like a drunk movie night and just watching a bad movie definitely that or the room if you haven't seen the room What was the name of the John Travolta movie one more time? The Fanatic. 
Fanatic. Fanatic or the Fanatic. Yeah. Um, I will say the only movie that I have ever enjoyed, and I still enjoy to this day, because I legitimately think it's good, not because... Um, um, <laughs> sorry, I just realized Preacher was in the chat. Um, the uh, one you and I like, Ace, and people tell me it's terrible all the time, uh, Kung Pao. That, the that's not a so bad it's good movie. People think that's a that bad movie? That is a good movie because it knows what it is trying to be. I... <laughs> like... Uh, no, I agree, <laughs> but that's the only one I've ever been told is a bad movie that I like. Like, I've had people say, like, that movie's terrible and stupid. And I'm like, but a baby beats him up. <laughs> and then... And then pisses on his face. Like, how can you not laugh? How can you not laugh at the whole, like... Oh, cute little baby. Here you go. And she just rolls him down the next side of the hill. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you not laugh at that? Man, we are we 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 are just like riffing today mm-hmm. at this point. Like, <laughs> gone. Could you imagine if they kind of um, came out with a Kung Pao Enter the Fist video game? What the fuck? What oh, would that ridiculous. even look like? <laughs> Uh, is it God Hand? Probably look like God Hand. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, that I never played that one, but yeah, I I'm the vibes that I know about that game possibly. <laughs> yeah, it was a Clover Studio game, Shinji Mikami. It looked like God Hand, mm-hmm. but a little more. But meets like No More Heroes without all the crassness. Mm-hmm. I okay. wish they'd. All I right. wish they'd come out with the. Uh, sequel that they teased at the end of that movie i mean they did it just to tease yeah. like I, I don't think that was ever actually planned i know i wish they did though but, it would have been great the the freaking like 90s graphics like kung fu cow <laughs> is just hilarious like just like it works because it's bad on purpose too mm-hmm. and like there's so many, like, I don't know. I don't, I just, I don't really have a taste for things that are bad on purpose usually, but like that, literally that is the only thing I have been told that is a bad movie that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like everything else mm-hmm. has been like, I don't know. I've been into some weird movies, but not like nothing mm-hmm. bad, I guess. Like Interstate 60. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that, but, um, James Marsden plays the main character and it's got like Amy Smart and all these people that are like big actors, but like no one's seen this movie. <laughs> you got, do you guys remember the Hercules movie with the rock in it? I never saw it. <laughs> I've heard, I never saw it, but I heard of it. So me and my wife went to go see that when we were still dating. It's one of our most famous first like dates that we remember. And so we went to go see it and we're watching this movie and we're like, where is the rock? And then it's like we're watching like some of the worst acting we've ever seen. We see the worst CG lion that we've ever seen jump into a water. We're like, where is the rock? Like I'm talking like an hour into this movie. Yeah. And then finally I just was like, let me go look on my phone. I was like, what is going on here? Apparently two Hercules movies released in the same year, and we went and saw the wrong Hercules movie. <laughs> And it was, oh. it was it was one of those so bad that it was good. I was like, what is good? We were just sitting there like, both was like, okay, is he a villain? I thought he was Hercules. Mm-hmm. Is he a villain? Like, what's happening? 
Oh no. Yeah. Actually, no. Uh, there is a movie, and uh, there is a movie that people legitimately don't like that I love, and I forgot about it. Um, Ten thousand BC, because like that movie is kind of like people are like it's kind of rote and boring and that kind of stuff. I was like, you mm. don't understand. It's the only movie I've ever seen they use diatrema. Like you don't understand the the paleontology nerd in me is just like really. <laughs> I'm really in love with this movie because it's like, where else are you going to get the seven foot tall killer ostriches? Nowhere. No. <laughs> I think I enjoyed Nowhere that one else. when I watched it. Um, I did too. I immensely. I know a, a bad, bad movie that I just won't watch. Um, Gods of Egypt. The one that came out like, you know, 2013 or whatever it was and cast a, yeah. my, my brother legitimately likes this movie. And I saw it on TV the other day, with, like him and my dad were watching. I was like, "What is this? What? I have never seen this." <laughs> yeah, and like criticized, and I would say rightly so for casting so many fucking white people as Egyptians. Like, just doesn't work. Like, you could you could somewhat get away with Gerard Butler being a Spartan, but like, if you said it in Egypt, you're kind of you're kind of like stretching it really thin there do you do you know my level of surprise when i got older and i realized that egyptians were of middle eastern descent and were not white i just want you to know yeah like even though i knew where the country was like yeah that's in africa like <laughs> northern mm -hmm. africa yeah cool i understand yeah keep moving and i was like got i was like huh yeah and <laughs> and like <laughs> wait a second there's there's <laughs> other discussions to be had around similar things but i won't make them just because that's not the type of show we have here no we've we've only got a political a few times and for good reason i feel at the time but not really a good time now i don't mm -hmm. think i don't think there's any reason to to from cyberpunk to, to politics mm -hmm. let me tell you yeah. something <laughs> The politics of cyberpunk just... Oh, no, 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 no. I don't have another hour. Uh, I mean, I'll get into it. I do think it was funny how the game has a fucking dick meter if you choose a guy. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot about how that game do... starts. Your character starts out stark naked. And normally I make... I have this thing where like if I'm going to roleplay myself in there, I make a male character... But if I know I'm just going to, like, set the world on fire, I create a female, and I just let them. Like, that's how I played <laughs> KOTOR. I was like, I'm going dark side. I'm making a female character. So I'm like, okay, doing this. Okay, create my character. Okay. And my wife is sitting there. We're both, like, we're helping each other. Like, she's helping me create the, create my character. And I go, all right, time to do my nails. And they go, nails. They pan down. I was like, whoop. <laughs> wasn't expecting no. <laughs> nice. Whoop. It's like, whoops. Uh, it's kind of I forgot. I was like, I completely forgot the kind of game that we were playing. So, do they have the converse like chest size meter? I guess as mm -hmm, well. Mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, I just I didn't pay attention to that. They have that and apparently because we've we me and Ashley have been trying to find a couple different co-op games. Apparently, they have a chest meter in um, Elder Scrolls Online. Um, I think they have. I don't know a what's lot going of on. games. A lot of games do, like a lot, and I don't. Yeah. I, okay. Some serious games do, but 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 uh, my wife did make me understand that some as a 
you know, woman, you want to match your teeth to your chest size. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I'll just left it alone. Sure. That's it. Yeah. I so. cannot relate, but yes, I get yes. it. Exactly. And then for teenage I... boys, they just want to see the biggest ones. That's it. That's all I got. They should just have a shortcut. Max size right there. Boop. <laughs> just double tap RB. <laughs> double tap R1. Boom. There yep. you go. Don't have to deal with I'm, it. I'm turning red while I talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I I just, I, I don't normally, I, I normally don't, regardless of the circumstance, do not play off gender. I've talked about this a couple of times because D&D stuff. Like I had some just yeah. idiot friends that would just like do herbal essence commercials and just start trying to sleep with everyone in town and stuff. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. And I mostly just, I make a guy with a beard. That's basically my thing. Black hair, mm. black beard, go. Like, that's how I look on almost everything. Then if I don't have a beard, I I, I just put on a full-faced helmet and you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, go ahead. I was just going to say, I said, you're, you're used to my fantasy character by now. Black dude, blue hair, blue beard. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If if uh, blue is not available, I will go with uh, silver or white. Mm. Makes sense. I mean, you got a thing. Me, I just I don't know. I don't like. It's weird. I don't like hair color. I don't like piercings or tattoos personally. So I don't do it any time ever. Yeah, I'm super clean cut normally throughout my day. You know, I keep a keep a nice flat, but you know. I just like I like to I like to live vicariously through my characters. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, most people do. That's why they. That's all they look crazy. Um. So I guess we'll uh, we'll call it a night because we've just been rambling at this point. <laughs> We're approaching three hours on the recording. All right. <laughs> um. So uh, thank you, Jacob, for coming on. Uh, yeah. And extremely short notice. Uh, thank you, Ace, for showing up. I appreciate. You're welcome. It. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine I, I was just like I was reaching out to people I was like hey are you free because I have no idea where Ace is <laughs> no that was my bad like I mean earlier I was slightly concerned because like uh, I was gonna do some more Horizon Zero Dawn gaming and then like the wave of tired just hit me because you know I go from mm. 11 straight to 7 <clears throat> so that's a pretty short span to sleep um, yeah. And some, some days I'm up and I'm good to go until like two or three in the morning on Saturdays. Today was not one of those days, but I woke up like around five and I was like, all right, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. I had my nap. I'm good to go. And then dinner came around and just lost track of time, unfortunately. Yeah. It happens. Dude, whenever the kids are here, they, they take so much energy out of me. I will just d- fall asleep with a drop of the hat. They leave me mm-hmm. alone. Like, I- <laughs> um, So I, I get it. Um, so uh, th- thank you for t- coming, Jacob. And thank you, uh, as always, uh, Ace. Um, we will be next week returning with, uh, I think we already had the topic because we're just pivoted to topic today to, to account for Sasha because she was sick today. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're going to try to do that next week if she's feeling better. And, Feel better, um, Sasha? 
Yes. Um. Uh, what was that topic? I'm trying to find it. Uh. Wow. We talked about a lot of stuff this week. More than normal. Oh, okay. So, mechanics uh, uh, in games and, and systems in game, modern games, uh, in comparison to older games, it just made them better. A so, right thumbstick. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, something along those lines of innovations... <laughs> innovations in games that that yeah made them better to play and whatnot and conversely stuff we lost because there's that mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah don't talk about ape, ape escape i'm unsubscribing i'm leaving bickering bucks if we don't talk about ape you don't escape? talk about ape escape yes yeah, right i wasn't talking franchises as much as just like no, they, the game was built around the analog. It was the game that was like, this is the DualShock. We made this game around the DualShocks. I never I'm played it. Based on your face, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving right now. <laughs> it. I, I, I know what it is. It was heavily advertised. It was everywhere. Oh, my gosh. The, the only monkey game I played was Super Monkey Ball, and I just played billiards all the time. Ape Escape was as groundbreaking on the PlayStation as playing Super Mario 64 was on playing it on the Nintendo 64. That's all I'm going to say. My PlayStation only had a couple games that I really super cared about. Most of them were Oddworld games. I, I remember where I was when I cracked it open on Christmas. I remember what house I was living in. I remember the TV, the room I played it in. I remember everything. I feel the same way about Oddworld, honestly. Um, well, apparently you got it at the very end of a three-hour show about one of the most <laughs> monumental changes in gaming, the DualShock and Ape Escape. There you go. All right. Have a great one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just never played it. It was one of those things where you had to buy it based on the cover art, and I don't like monkeys, so I was just like, monkeys, I'm out. <laughs> Neither do I, but anyway. <laughs> So uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for tuning in on the the chat. Um, we'll uh, we'll catch you next week and um, look out very soon. Not only for this episode, but uh, this Tuesday, Jacob and I, along with our good buddy Brian and my brother, will be talking about Arceus. We got so, a fourth. Yeah. And I'm gonna say this on this show because I don't have to worry about it. It actually finishes his games. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> so, see you guys. Have a good weekend. Or a rest of the weekend. Bye. Bye.